And we are coming down in three, two, one. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by... Mark. Sheen Washable. Nope, nope, nope. The Master of Massey. And the Red Baron. Mm. Oh, Ron Aaron. All right, I'm your host... No, um. <laughs> I like to think that every time, like, the length of the crash was, like, how bad it was. <laughs> Real bad this yeah. week. It sounded like kind of like a, like a mountainside collision. <laughs> Welcome to another Monday edition of Getting Sports with Trunk. Yep, yep. Live yep. on the PPRN radio network. Spreaker, right? On Spreaker. Spreaker. Yeah, Spreaker. Spreaker. Match, what are you drinking? Patron Silver. Thanks, Jenny. <laughs> Mock Sheen. I have from Cigar City Brewing in Florida a Hialeah IPA. I wish JHI still played for the Dolphins. <laughs> so perfect. The JHI beer. Baron, right? From the Smoky Mountains. Bush. <laughs> Smoky <laughs> Mountains. Oh. I have from the Smokier Mountains. Oh. Bush. The Smokier of the Smoky Mountains. There's a lack of sh on there. That's mine. Give me that. Deer beer. Yeah, my bear deer beer koozie. <laughs> I was looking through it today. I have so many koozies. I I never yeah, use a koozie. I'm not sure if that's all the moisture that was on this beer, or if I just popped this can. <laughs> no, it was all the. It, so it, they sweat pretty good. No, but it, it fits so good that like. Oh yeah. Like when you push it down, all the it pulls all the sweat up to the top. <laughs> nice. And that, slow. Yeah, that, kind of, that kind of turns me on a little bit. <laughs> mm. Can we take a break? <laughs> Yeah, we'll be we back in 30 <laughs> seconds. Yeah, really? 30 seconds. Toast of Excellence, Mass, Chris Massey. Uh, Steven Jackson signed with the Rams today to retire as a Ram. Um, Boo. Actually... <laughs> Bring back Michael Turner. <laughs> Everyone's still trying to figure out what the fuck happened to him. <laughs> Guy just disappeared one day. Trey Mason, too. <laughs> yeah, but like Michael Turner was good. I know what good. happened to Trey Mason. But like Michael Turner was good. Like he That's was true. still good this season. That he like, hey, yeah. hey, Trey Mason had like three really good games, <laughs> yeah, he, not in a row. <laughs> he was like, like so him and like Zach Stacy, like they were like the poor man's version of what the Bears are doing with running backs. <laughs> Next man up, yeah. Maxine Washable. <laughs> My toast uh, is I too, ruined your fantasy right, season. <laughs> is too Le'Veon Bell. We were just talking about it for apologizing a year later for fantasy owners from last year who drafted him and then he held out. Yeah, thanks, Lev Bell. <laughs> Good on him. You know, yeah, really making really, things right. Really doing the right thing there. Mine's, Good on you. Mine's to the New York Mets for just really throwing a screwball in the first trade of the MLB trade. <laughs> hey, we're going to do something really weird. <laughs> and the best part is, is like, we're going to fuck with Toronto and give them nothing. <laughs> I wish Kyle was here because you know who the Phillies just got? Vargas. They got Vargas. Kyle shits on him for a whole year that the Phillies get Vargas. You watch. Now he's going to be, well, he's having a down year, but he's going to be good yeah, down the stretch. I know it. I know it. They're trying to get Cologne, man. I'm going to be so pissed. Bartolo? 
Colome. Oh, I thought you said Cologne. Yeah. I was like, what? Bartolo <laughs> coming news. back. That would have been awesome. So much moisture on the rim of this can. <laughs> Red Baron? It's like someone took like a like grilled hot dog and was like pushing it into like a just the right size mayonnaise slot. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, wait, a mayonnaise slot? <laughs> like the hole on the oh, mayonnaise. Yeah. Go to like a, like a, a, you gotta, gas, a you gotta, seedy gas station bathroom. So you gotta cut the whole top out of the packet. Slide it right on top. <laughs> like a little cap. <laughs> Gross. Uh, It'd be like a cream foreskin. Uh, yeah, we got we got to oh move on because I now it's I, real. I got jokes going, but we <laughs> we gotta leave them. Uh, I I saw this thing on Barstool today. I think you guys saw it too. It was uh, Drew Brees uh, dapping the, up everybody. The cleanest white man dap of all time. Oh, it was so good. I was dying. Excellent. Crack him. Crack him. Nothing's as smoky like some bush. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did the reverse? Who burped? I did. <laughs> you, you burped and I did the yeah thing. <laughs> yeah. I didn't do it like that, though. I <laughs> kind of mind faded out. I lost my voice on it. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. So, right now, uh, this is like the period of time where, like, the. Uh, Everything sucks. <laughs> Everything sucks. Because, like, everyone's all like, yeah, everyone's back for training camp. And it's like. But there's not really a lot to talk about. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you got some big guys kind of holding out. And then you got yeah. the Giants, who yeah. just started off the season right on the IR. Like, hey, tell you <laughs> what, you're a wide receiver, you're going down. You guys, yeah. Did you guys see who you guys are bringing in for a workout? I saw Kelvin yeah. Benjamin coming. Who else? Dez. Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't see. Are you serious? Oh, no. That'd be cool. No, there, it won't. There's, <laughs> rumor, there's rumors. Oh, my God. The rumor and innuendo. Um. <laughs> uh, you want Teddy Bruschi on the Steelers, Kendall? We had uh, what's his face? No, there? that's not what I asked you. But he's like as bad. You as want Teddy Bruschi? No, they had Vrabel. Yeah, that's right. I, I know. Vrabel. But you want Teddy Bruschi? He hates Vrabel more than Bruschi, though. You want Ty Law on the Steelers? I wouldn't want that. <laughs> not even a little bit. Do you want Adam Vinatieri on the, the Steelers? Other, who is the other guy there? Tabucky Jones. Tabucky Jones. Ah, oh, God. You want him? In, you want him in uh, black and gold there, nope. Kendall? Oh, real quick, I forgot we're kind of just sputtering. Uh, Hines might not renew the the naming rights. It's going to be sad. It's going to be some hunts. It's going to be some <laughs> stupid name now. Hellman. Hellman. <laughs> 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 you know, this going to touch down. The catcher runs out. It's a bunch mayo. of minutes. <laughs> Miracle whip. You know what's funny about <laughs> Kyle would hate it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Kyle would hate I hope, it. See, what I hope, I hope happens is I hope Hines does renew it. But they get rid of the ketchup bottles and they put in mayo chuck mayo bottles. Chuck. Oh, what? God. Why wouldn't they renew it? I don't know. I don't know if they're just like tired of spending the money or they're just dissatisfied with the Steelers. I don't know. But you got to I mean, the Steelers every year are, I mean, not every year, but they're always a playoff contending team. Like they're an upper level team. Well, things do, even beyond well, that, like Hinesfield, no. they hold concerts there. Like, it's yeah. Beyond all that, no, like, what's the most agonizing part of that? If Hines doesn't renew, what's the most agonizing part? I don't know. How do you justify, as a stadium, <laughs> having Heinz concessions? Yeah. All your pumps of ketchup. You like it's one thing where like you know. Well, you got to turn over. You got to go right to Hunts. Right, but <laughs> like, gotta do it. Dump them in the parking lot. Right, but it's like completely different. Where it's like like oh like we had a sponsorship through Bud Light, and it's like fuck them Miller Light. Like, <laughs> yeah. There's not real. Does Hunts make mustard? Probably. Well. So then, are they gonna start going through different vendors like? 
Yeah, we got uh, French's mustard. Great Poupon. Oh, my God. <laughs> they keep that shit locked up behind me. <laughs> There'll be riots. Got to serve with a knife. I don't think they would have squirtable bottles. That's right? it. That, no, 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 no. Fourth quarter. We stopped serving Great Poupon after the third state regulations. Yeah, I'll be sad. This is a, it's a fun name, Heinz Field. That would be interesting. I mean, I don't understand why they would stop. It's like one of the few like corporate sponsorship fields that I like. Yeah, like corporate sponsorship names. That's like cool. Some bank will take over. <laughs> I, I, I was looking at this quick list and uh, the um, what's PNC is for Pirates, right? That was like a potential for, but it wouldn't be PNC Park. It would be something else. I PNC don't know. Field. Yeah, PNC. They could also now they're a little <laughs> far west, but I believe they're out there. They could do BMO Harris because BMO Harris has a basketball stadium. Yingling Field. Gross. <laughs> Sheets Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Get them that, on the phone that'd be right the now. Best thing ever. I would. I don't know. I, we'd move to move down. Right <laughs> that, I think so. That would be the best Sheets Stadium. I would get a job there. I would just, <laughs> just, just up and move. Yeah. I'd clean urinals. Yeah. Same. Troughs. Absolutely. I'd clean troughs <laughs> with my See, hands. <laughs> but like the troughs are way easier to clean than the urinals because the troughs you just drain oh, out the water and just yeah. throw a mop in there. <laughs> just like blah, 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 done. Why even clean it? <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure somewhere there's something that. Just kind of throw a few Alka Seltzers in there. <laughs> let it handle itself. Let it foam, <laughs> scrubbing bubbles. Just go in there with like a fucking couple super soakers full of mouthwash. Oh, just have a Listerine fight. <laughs> yeah, there's other ones though. You know who they could do? What's the other, what's the other major company that you see in the distance? Bayer. Right? Isn't it Bayer? Up the hill. When you when you're looking at the stadium, up the hill, across the river, up the hill. There's like a looks like a, like a set of stairs almost. Yeah, there's yeah, a big yeah. bear aspirin. Oh, okay. I, I, I was thinking like bears. I didn't bear. Yeah, bear. Bear. I was thinking the animal too. <laughs> I wasn't sure. I, I knew what you were going for. Then why didn't you chime in and help? No, nah, he, he let you he let you flutter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he let you drown. It's <laughs> like, hey, hey, here's a weight. He was putting <laughs> enunciation on it. Bear. It's like, like he, he's like, I'm going to let him do the sink or swim method, but I'm only going to give him a bucket with an inch of water, but I'm going to hold his head down <laughs> in it. <laughs> so, yeah. Any, hey. Anything on your mind, Mug? Well, you said uh, about training camps. Yeah. This right. is just going to be like quick, like uh, what's on your mind thing. We're not going to get into any segments. It's just what's well, on your mind. Well, you were talking about training camp stuff. I mean, what, what do you make from the Zeke debacle? Dude's like in Mexico hanging out. Did you hear what Jared Jones said? I did not. Uh... You don't have to have a rushing champion to win a Super Bowl. Wow. Jerry Jones. But then again, mind. when he won his Super Bowls, they had Emmitt Smith. Yeah. <laughs> and haven't won since. Just sounds to me like we're going to see Elliott and Barkley team up in the backfield. Gross. Tell you what. That would be dumb. Now Barkley can line up at tight end. Barkley ah. can line up at wide receiver right now. No, not wide receivers are going to hurt. Oh, no. Do not line him up as a wide receiver. That's true. If you're line anybody up, let Daniel Jones play wide receiver. <laughs> no, I I don't know. I just don't really like know what to make of it because they're not going to trade him. So, no. Especially now. I mean, the only shot that would have happened is if it was before the draft. Well, but it's not even, even then. It's not even that, though. I just I, – I think Zeke's – he's got – He's a generational guy. Oh no, he's just got too much, like yeah, too much value. Yeah, no, like, I agree. I, just, I don't think, like, I don't think the, I don't think 
a team would be willing to oversell to the extent the Cowboys would want somebody to oversell. I think teams will will overbuy, but not to the extent the Cowboys would want them to overbuy. I so beyond Zeke, and you know we see it right now with Michael Thomas and Melvin Gordon. Do do the players that are still just saying saw a report. I think it was a rumor and you end up. But apparently Ryan Pace has made a couple calls to LA. I would lose my shit. I wouldn't even know what to do. But but to for what? Gordon? Yeah. Gordon. Could you imagine? It was something along the lines of like so they were going through all these trade packages, right? And the Bears were willing to give them the best package. They basically were just like, We'll give you this and this. No, we'll give we'll we'll give you a second rounder. We'll give you the Raiders' second-round pick. Because they have the Raiders and they have their own. We'll give you the Raiders' second-round pick. Everybody else was like, ever, all the other trade packages I've seen were like, we'll give you a fourth and like this like B-plus player. Or we'll give you like a... Th- I think Gordon's worth a first. He's hurt, but I, I think Gordon's worth a first. I don't really think... If he's on the field, he's a top five running back. Right, but he's not worth. Would he be worth two first round picks? No. So that's the thing, though. Is like, when do you ever see somebody traded for a first? It's always either way more than a first or less than a first. Nobody's ever worth just a first. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, realistically, what's the difference between the the Bears' first round pick and the like? This is all off projection, but what would be the difference between a Bears' first round pick and the Raiders' second round pick? If you were going based off how the team should finish the season. You're talking what 10, 10, 15 slots? Yeah. Like, yeah. So, so the the point I, I was gonna make is I would die. the these players that are still on like their rookie contracts that you know when you're in cut like these guys are striving to be first round pick they know they're gonna get these rookie deals and now they're in you know the the fourth some of them got that fifth year extension and they're threatening to like or they're not even threatening they're holding out to get that extension early. I mean, I. I I don't agree with it. So my only like thought process on it is that Michael Thomas, for example, Michael Thomas is worth a lot of money. Yes. An absolute lot. He is, if he's not already a top five receiver, he's potential top yeah. five potential guaranteed top three potential. Now let's just make up a number. Let's just say his value is hundred thousand for, for five years. Right. Just, just a made-up ballpark number. If he goes out and balls out this year, mm-hmm. now he's worth one hundred and twenty thousand or one hundred twenty million for five years, right? But what if he goes out and gets hurt? Oh, exactly. Now he's not going to be worth less. Maybe depending on the severity of the yeah. injury, he's not going to be worth less, but he's not going to be worth more. So, like, get the high money you're guaranteed now. Don't gamble on it for later. No, I, I I get the player's reasoning, but again, at the end of the day, like you guys sign these contracts. What's up, Anthony? You know, you you knew you you have to honor the contract. Like, I don't, I don't agree with holding out and and missing work to guarantee like the next contract. You know, what I mean, like if if you're a first round pick, you sign your four year deal and it has the fifth year option, or maybe that's only in the top ten. However, it's the first round. Is it the whole first round? Yeah. If you're drafted in the first round, it's four years or the fifth year team option. So that's why. So, I mean, I think it's I think it's like the sixth and seventh round or three years. So the think fourth about year it. team option, and then everything else is just flat four. So think about it. I mean, these guys are stri- everyone wants to be a first round pick. 
So if you're one of the 32 guys that ends up being drafted in the first round, you know that's your contract. Four years with the fifth-year team option. So they, but they also have – they have the luxury of approaching this a different way than a normal person would approach their job. If you thought that you should be making two more dollars an hour, uh-huh. you could hold out and not go to work. Now, the, what are the two negative ramifications of this? One, you're not getting paid. Uh-huh. And two, you could get fired. fired. Yeah. Okay. The NFL, you don't really get fired. You get cut. Yeah. But someone else, but if, if well, the players we're talking about, they're going to get picked up by someone. Somebody will sign them. Yeah. For the money they're looking for. Two, they're not not making money because all these guys have endorsements already. Plus, the, the money they do make, they, especially being younger, they haven't had a chance to blow it all yet. <laughs> so they still have some to fall back on. Like Bell, for example. Yeah. Bell, like, yes, did Bell miss out on a lot of money from not playing last year? Yes, but is he hurting for money? No. Speaking of people hurting for money, did you hear that he, uh, Adrian Peterson is broke? They say he's, like, super in debt. Yeah. All but, right, continue on. But here's my thing. Here's my thing. I, I think there's got to be some type of ramification that you can't just – like you said, you, you can miss your job, and you're still getting paid elsewhere. It, it should be a thing. If you want to hold out, it should suspend your current contract, and that's it. it. But it, they, they're still under contract. It doesn't – so, like, Melvin Gordon, I think, is in – what? Is, is he in his fifth year this year or his fourth? Whatever it is. If he he's in the last year of his deal and he holds out and doesn't – like, it doesn't extend his contract another year. No. But the, it should. You shouldn't just be able to sit for a year and then go to free agency or get play the tag. Like, it should hold out. If you're going to hold out, the contract should hold out. So you can't play this game. It, and it, it kind of holds both sides accountable. But the thing is, though, is it goes – but there's so many other things that work into that whole – like, if a player – like, let's say tomorrow a player just – is dicking around in the the one of the dormitory of one of the co- the campuses they're playing on. Like they're just dicking around. Like yeah. they're, you know they're 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 sliding down the stairs on their mattress or doing something stupid they're not supposed to be doing, and and they tear their ACL and they're out for the season. They don't get paid the way they're gonna get. They would get paid. No, I know. But their contract still. So like, shouldn't their contract be extended the year two then? Well, no, because they do still get paid. There, there's injury club they still get paid right so but but, so but why you but that's it? also not a voluntary well i understand they did something stupid i get that but these three players right now are voluntarily not well, so then, at camp okay so then let me ask you this then so you're the general manager of the giants saquon barkley decides he wants to hold out yeah and the nfl makes it a thing now okay he's holding out so the giants aren't paying him but this year doesn't count towards his contract so you got to come next year so right that's what you're yeah okay so Regardless if he's a rookie or not, if he's a first-round pick, he's making some a little bit of somewhat of a bank. Now, next year, every year, if he decides to keep holding out, you have to contribute for that amount of money towards the cap, and you can't spend it banking on him not coming in. You can't even spend it if he doesn't show up. Mm-hmm. You can't because you have to have that money for him. Because yeah. if if you go out and sign Joe Schmo off no, the shoes to fill a spot, and he shows up for work, I'm like, here's my contract. Pay me. Yeah. Now you guys are over the cap. So, like, would you really want that as a general manager? I get what you're saying. Like, but, but that's what I mean. I, that's why I think it, it incentivizes both sides to make the deal. 
Because like you just said, now the GM has to somewhat get something going to, to avoid that stuff. They can't just sit on it. Think about it. Like even last year with, with Bell, the, the Steelers kind of just held on to him. They knew they weren't going to pay him the money he wanted. And they just kind of left him out there. I mean, for for what reason? Like, why? Because they were they were willing to pay him what they offered him if I, he just I came in that. and signed his contract. I understand that, but that's what I mean. Like, everything broke down. So why? I I, I don't know. I I don't agree with like the players just like demanding these things while they're still under contract. You you signed a contract. I understand you wanting to negotiate like a year early if you had a big seat and you want to negotiate then. I I understand that and that is fine. But I don't agree with these guys just not showing up to work. But it's job security. But you're still under contract. Right, but it's still job security. Contracts don't really mean anything. They but don't. they do. But they don't. At the same time, they really don't. Because you, if you sign your contract and you have to show up to play, now, as a player, your two options are you show up and you play and get paid. Yeah. Or you don't show up and you don't get paid. But at any point in time, the team can just be like, we're done with you. I I do not. I agree with what you're saying. I don't think that's right either. That the teams can, especially in football, can just cut you and and that's it. That's what guaranteed money is for. But even still, I mean. Right. But but still, I mean, you can still cut somebody and guarantee. And there's a we've found. We know there's billions of ways around owing people money. Yeah. So. That that is a tough thing in football. I I don't know. I just don't agree with these players saying, you know what, if you don't pay me before you're supposed to, I'm not going to show up. Because that so then even if you know they decide so a player like we'll say Zeke, if the Cowboys cave in and say, "All right, we'll give you or or Michael Thomas because they've kind of thrown numbers up. You know, 18 to 19 million dollars a year for him. Say if he goes out this year and doesn't catch a touchdown. 800 yards, no touchdowns. The team can't come back and go. You know what? We you know, we don't want this contract. They can cut them, but they still got to give them the guaranteed. And right. So it, it it comes down to both sides, but the team can't hold out. If you know what I mean. I think what we want is like, especially as fans, like we want the players to just like you know, hey, I'm gonna do you know the right thing, and I'm I'm gonna do I'm gonna show up, and I'll get paid when it's time. But I guess it's just the. the how it is now that they don't think that way. The other they just have to accept it. The other side of it that I think is brutal is, and we're seeing it at like you know we just talked about Zeke, Jerry Jones. I don't need a rushing title winner to win a Super Bowl. You have in uh, L.A. Philip Rivers saying, you know, we're really deep at running back. All uh, these situations just kind of like create this turmoil. You know, again, we saw it last year with Bell, where guys in the locker room were talking about him, and it, it just creates this turmoil, like. Why wouldn't you just want to avoid it? Yep. Get get bolts and just just figure it out, and and get it done. These are your franchise players. You know, it's not like it's just some schmuck you sign it. it, it these are your franchise guys. You know, Gordon, Zeke. Ty, these are your your number one offensive weapons, and, and it's it's just such a big distraction. I, I I don't understand why certain you know they just let it go on for as long as it does. I don't. I don't really understand the Michael Thomas thing, but I, I, I don't really blame running backs for doing it. They're, well, they're they show, get, they get sh- the one big one. Well, exactly. They yeah. show up like no, they're I short. I mean, look at Melvin Gordon. I mean, if he doesn't get his money now, who knows if he's going to get it? Yeah. And yeah, he. You know, if he signs a mega deal and 
gets injured the whole way through it, he's not going to make the money that he would have made, but he's going to be guaranteed to be having a job and getting a paycheck. Mm-hmm. Even if the, the Chargers cut him and no one wants to sign him, he's still going to be making some money. Same thing with Todd Gurley. Same thing, you know, with Bell. You know, it's... It's a tough thing. I mean, I guess it's easier for us to talk because, you know, I'm not a elite NFL running back. Yeah. Well, to us, yeah. the, the money is so exorbitant that <laughs> yeah. like, you're like, oh, I'd be fine forever with that much money. But it's just, it's it's different. If you can earn more, get more. Right. Of course. Like I said, I don't, I don't fault the players for wanting to be paid, you know, what they're worth as top-end talents. It's just I, I don't agree with, you know, when two years before your contract is up, you're already demanding – the extension and I'm not showing up or if you don't pay me, trade me. And I, I don't, I don't agree with that. I mean, I'm sort of in, I don't know how this would work, but I'm sort of in the the camp that like, well, maybe you don't offer an extension until the contract is up and you, you can't up a contract until the previous one is, See, that's how life works, but perhaps it would be a way well, to avoid that. That's what the that. NBA does with restricted free agents. So when you're a restricted free agent, teams can go out and offer you deals you can go out and get an offer from 29 NBA teams, yeah. but your team has the chance to match mm-hmm. whatever the you get offered. Or the NFL has that, too. They have it in the form of the transition tag. Well, no, there's such thing as restricted free agency. But, yes, but the, the transition tag thing is that you put it on certain players, and they can go out and get, like, the offer sheets. Like, we saw the Broncos No, you can it. only get one offer sheet. Is it one? One. Really? You can only bring when you when you're transition tag, you can only bring one offer sheet back to your team to match. Oh, yeah. I didn't know. I but didn't you, know. It was you can one. accept as many, but you can only bring one. Oh, this is the contract I want. Yeah. Okay. I got you. Because I remember, like that happened. Um, actually, this past off season, we saw that happen with Anthony Barr, where he had the deal with the Jets, and then the Vikings. You know, beat well, he was him. a free agent though. Was he unrestricted? Wait, he was just a free agent. Oh, I thought he was transition tech. And I'm pretty sure he actually went to the Vikings for less. I thought they gave him more. Or at least close. No, I think they gave him less. Was it? But I, re- I remember C.J. Anderson, that was like the first one I remember seeing where the Dolphins gave him a deal and then the Broncos matched it to keep him. And then didn't really use him that much. Yeah. <laughs> and then cut him. My whole thing is, though, is from like the running running back standpoint, and Tess, it's like the Le'Veon Bell situation where he was like, I want this kind of money for th- these reasons. Like, I don't want to be ran into the ground. I'm not going to sign my tag because I don't want to get ran into the ground unless I'm making the money that I want to be making. Yeah. So it's like, imagine it, like, from your work standpoint. Like, okay, like, let's imagine it. Kendall, you're making whatever, $50,000 a year salary. Okay? Yep. That's what they're, you're making. And you tell them, all right, next year my contract's up for you guys. I want a new contract now. I'll make my 50000 next year, but I want $65,000 a year for the next five years. And they're like, no, we'll give you fifty-five. He's like, no, I want sixty-five. I do sixty-five thousand dollars worth of work. And they go, no, we're not going to do that. And you're like, all right, well then, after next year, I'm gone. Okay. Well, for the next rest of the year, Kendall, we here's seventy hours of of work you need to do a week. You have to do it. You have to do it, or you're fired. Yeah. Yeah, it puts you in a spot. You know, it's like it's the same thing. It's it's essentially the same thing. Bell was looking at. Bell's like, I, I'm already rushing X amount. I don't want to be pushed over that amount without my guarantee, without my contract, without knowing I'm going to get paid after this. Yeah, I I, I can agree with that. I think like in 
what I said, like if, if that wasn't on the table that you could, you know, extend your contract before the one is incomplete, then I think a lot of these situations would not come to be. Probably. And, but the, the problem is, is that for every one of these holdout situations, there's 20 successful extensions. Yeah, sure. Just I, nobody I talks that. about them. There was three extensions in the past 48 hours. Yeah. But because Elliot didn't show up, no one talks about those. It's. I guess it's just the certain players. I don't know. It's typically, I mean, I say typically because it's the ones that get reported, but it's it's the franchise guy that know they're the ones bringing in the money. And, you know, it, it tends, I guess, to be wide receivers and running backs. But Well, look at, look at it from Zeke's standpoint. Zeke's holding out because they're going to offer him whatever they offer him. The rumor and innuendo is at this point in time, who else is coming up for a contract on that team? Dak. Yeah. And Dak wants... Wilson money and and Amari Cooper, <clears throat> but but R- R- Amari forget Amari Cooper. Dak Prescott has publicly said he that he wants Russell Wilson money. Cowboys would be stupid. But, yeah, but forget about it'd be stupid. I know. I know. Think of yourself as Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, I'm worth they're way more go- than Dak. They're Prescott going is. to give him thirty million dollars a year, and they're not even going to pay me what they're what Todd Gurley's making. Yeah. Would that sit right with you? Oh, absolutely. Uh, believe me, I, I get it. If anyone on that team deserves to get paid the money, it, it's Zeke. He He's their entire offense. I mean, <laughs> Romo's got to be pissed that <laughs> he wasn't there with Zeke. Oh, Romo's got it, man. He's got Corona. Come but I, I mean, really, like, it, th- those Cowboys teams, if they had a talent like Zeke, probably would have won a Super Bowl. Mm. Maybe. I'm not, you know. Would have made it into the They could have contended for it. They could have contended for it more than they did. I don't know. Because we saw them. We I mean, saw them when they had DeMarco Murray that one year. I know it was only one year, but they had the best running back in football for that year, and they still couldn't get the job done. No, I know. And they still, I mean, even during Romo's tenure, they still had the best offensive line, one of the best offensive lines in football. That year, the Giants they still had Des Bryant and Jason Witten, and they still had a good defense. But, no, no, no. I, I'm, I'm not saying they, they definitely would have. I'm saying they, they would have been in that conversation probably a lot more than they would have been without him. I mean, I, again, I, I hate the Cowboys a lot. Really, really don't care for them. But, but I mean, Zeke is a, is a generational running back. I mean, he, he is super talented. Wish he played almost anywhere else. <laughs> really, almost anywhere. Well, we'll have to see how everything shapes up. Because maybe, be cool that, if he maybe left. that will be. be. Cool if he left, goes to like, I don't know, any, uh, any Washington. Oh. <laughs> Actually, I wouldn't care. I, I, I don't New England. That'd be terrible. Or Philly. Even <laughs> worse. Is it even worse? No. What's that? <laughs> you rooted for the Eagles in that Super Bowl. I didn't root for anybody. I rooted for defense. That was it. Whoever was on defense. And you fucking lost that Super Bowl. Uh, no, I believe a defense won. Sure, a defense did win. There was a defense that won, sir. That was a fun Super Bowl. I enjoyed it. I was that. rooting for plane crashes. <laughs> right into the stadium. <laughs> you know what I hated about that Super Bowl? Roy Barron's coming in hot. As soon as they ran that Philly <laughs> special, I remember it, it was for the touchdown, and I remember going, we're going to see this play about a thousand times next season. <laughs> and guess what we saw in the first game? The fucking Philly special. Yeah, but at least it was by hey, the Eagles. Yeah. I know, but I, I was just so mad. Imagine if Brady caught that ball though in the Super Bowl. Do you know who Scored. threw the touchdown? Someone would have hit him really hard. Oh, yeah. Do you know who threw the touchdown in the Philly one special? The, it was uh, one of the Trey ends. Burton. Yep. Yep. But uh, Bear, prize, Bears, please, uh, prize, please, prize, please. You get one shot of gin. 
Ooh, I rejected that prize. That's a pretty right. good prize. <laughs> then you get one lick of souls. I choose the the location. Uh, no, you choose. Uh, I'm out. No, yeah. you, you choose who does the licking. You either lick Souls it, or Souls the, licks you. Oh, my God. But Souls picks where the lick takes the place. quarterback was Antonio Gates that threw the pass. Uh, you lose. That's a, that's a, a shot anyway. <laughs> that's a, that's a I said answer. everything wrong on purpose. That's a CPR from Coach. <laughs> uh, real quick, Anthony wants to know who the surprise team is going to be uh, going into this year. You go around the, the horn here. Christ, I don't even know. Surprise team. I don't. I think I'm going to exclude Cleveland because yeah, of the hype so much already. Hype. So, um, so define surprise. Like a surprise team that, like a surprise playoff so team. So teams that don't yeah, count. I think so. Teams that do not count. Green Bay doesn't count. The Falcons don't count. The Eagles don't count. Um. What? Probably. Yeah. And, Anthony, what the do you Browns. mean? What kind of surprise? Like a team that you know is going to have like a team that's six wins that was supposed to have one. I think he or needs playoffs. I mean, play- he, he could answer yeah. himself. I think now, he needs playoffs. It, yeah. So, like, is that what you're talking about? Like a team that has no business being in the playoffs that is going to make the playoffs or at least make a serious run for the playoffs. If that, we could do that all day. But regardless of what the surprise is, the Falcons are exnated from it. Yeah. So, so Anthony says Miami. So, and, and would you care to elaborate? Surprise people in what aspect? Like finish just, as a top two seed. Because they won the division last year, so did they win the division? Yeah. Last year? Oh my god! Off that last game. All right. So, well, I guess I mean because um, so you know, I, mean, they, they I guess I'll give you surprise that they run away with the division, like they go thirteen and three, and everyone else. coming to the last game. And right, I'd like to change my answer because yeah. I don't think that happens. <laughs> um. Well, no. I, I mean, I meant the Ravens in the sense that. They lost a lot of like defensive pieces. the The offense, I mean, there's not much there besides Lamar Jackson running, but I, but I do think that he's going to run. I think they're going to just let him run wild this year. They're going to really put his legs in motion, and he's going to get hurt and probably never play again. But that'll be playoffs. Um, I can't buy into the Miami thing. <laughs> I, I think Miami's fighting I'm, for that. First I'm having a overall. hard time picking a team. It is tough. The Jets aren't there. Bills aren't there. Dolphins aren't there. The Bengals just lost AJ Green for at least a week. Um, I mean, like the Raiders, I guess, would be the team. Like that's Broncos. No, no. I'm gonna go with the Lions. Maybe you should stop drinking. So, so why not the Broncos? You don't think the Broncos can surprise people this year? No, I don't think so. I mean, they they still have a. Average to above average defense. They still have a good defense. Yeah, but I don't think they can get through the Chargers and the Chiefs. What about the 49ers? But that's four games. That's four division games. No, I know, but that's four. I mean, you can still go 12 and four. George Kittle? What, what George Kittle? Uh, what defines a good player? There's Gary Kittle. <laughs> like top 10 in their position. Top 20 in their position. There you go. Well, well <laughs> is, is Matt Breida in the top 20? I mean, I think he was when last he's healthy. That guy can have a season-ending injury every week and yeah. not miss a snap. <laughs> when he's healthy, sure. Uh, Garoppolo's back. They just got Bosa. That'll be a nice pass rush addition. Um, for whatever it's worth, the ghost of Sherman is still on the back end of the defense. So, nah, nah, I, I can't. Uh, I can't buy the Broncos. Did you see their schedule? You know what they're playing? Let's hear it. 
They're playing the NFC North and the AFC South. Oh, so yeah, not the Broncos. They play the Colts, the Texans, the Bears, the Packers, the Vikings. Then they got to play their their random opponent. They got to play the Browns. Wow, they got a tough schedule. And then they got to play the Chiefs, the, oh the Raiders, God. and the the uh, Chargers twice. All right. Wow. So yeah, sorry, right. Broncos fans. I mean, momentum can swing them, I guess, but. I, I mean, I guess I'm looking at the Broncos in the sense that I, I think Flacco is somewhat talented. I think he has better weapons in had. Denver than he had the last couple of years in Baltimore. Since he's had since the Super Bowl. Yeah, so I, I I think they're a team that can make some – yes, I mean, you just said their schedule. It, it's a very difficult schedule, but – See, the problem is, is like, would it be a surprise if the Steelers went 13-3? and three? I uh, think so. Yeah. I think so. I feel like the Steelers could be the surprise team. I mean, yeah. They still have Ben. They still have Juju. James Conner played really well till he got hurt. They got Dante. They can still have Vance McDonald. They still have a really good offensive line. Can see, we, can what, we talk about that Juju thing from this weekend? Did anybody else see that? James Conner did it too. When he showed up to camp. Is that what you're talking about? No, no, no. Tattooing? Uh, yeah, the tattooing Oh, yeah, thing. that's funny. James Conner did it too. Did he? Did he? Yeah, a, wo- a woman got James Conner's tattoo right above her boob. What is she, she going to do if he's like a second... Your bust. <laughs> Who cares? Uh, I know. All right. So, do you want to go over the Steelers so, schedule? This is another. Uh, oh, you have it. Yeah. Go ahead. You got the Patriots. Uh, so they play. Uh, where the, Where is year. that game? That is. They're Steelers, doing uh, Foxborough, California yeah, this year. Steelers it's at Foxborough because it's the. It would have been. It would have been the opening game of the season, but it's not. For the Bears Packers game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then they play the teams. NFC West. And then they play. Thanks. Then they play uh, the AFC North, and then they they always play the AFC North or um AFC East. I'm sorry. Um, so <laughs> so the, so the Steelers play the Cardinals, the 49ers, the Seahawks, the Rams. So very easily could get three out of four. Yep. Then they go and they play the Patriots, the Jets, the Bills, and the Dolphins. They'll get, get two, they'll get two out of four because yeah. they always lose to some say, really bad team. They're going to lose to Miami. Yeah, they, they're yeah. going to lose to Miami. Yeah. JHI is coming and back. And their random team is... They finished second in the division, so they'll play the, Chargers. the, the Texans. And... No, the, they'll play the Colts. Chargers yep. and Colts. So, my, my big thing with the Steelers is, again, I, I'm going to preface thing. I think Juju's a very talented receiver. Do you not think he's the number one? I'm not saying I don't think he is. I'm just saying, I mean, we, we don't fully know. He's but very he good. Don't get me wrong. But he does, still doesn't have to be a number one because they went out and got talent. I mean, but, uh, but Dante Moncrief's not going to be your number one receiver. No, no but, but, but Dante Mon- number twos. Yeah. Tons of teams have done that in the past and had a lot of success, success Look at with us. it. I don't think we have a wide receiver one. I think we have three wide receiver twos that can get open because of our scheme. Brandon Cooks is your number one, and then you know, then there's the Vikings who have two ones and didn't make the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> but but Brandon Cooks is your one. Um, and you put some respect on Cooper Cup's name. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really. <laughs> well, hold on, Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. I'm can't wait to can make, yell that at Heinz Field. We can make can all I. the we can make all the jokes we want, but outside um, of a three year span, whatever. Who the fuck's the Patriots number one? <laughs> well, Chris Hogan, of course. Edelman's not a one. No, you're right. Yeah, but this is also the team that can substitute any fucking position that they want to and just get production out of it. That's not true. They've always had trouble with safeties. 
If the safety goes down, it's always trouble after that. Substitute anything on offense. Yes. No, not quarterback. That's not true. They still almost oh. made the playoffs. Like, Matt Castle went eleven and four. Or eleven and five. Jimmy Garoppolo and Jacoby Brissett didn't lose a game when they substituted those first four. Yeah, they did. Did they? Isn't um, it amazing how Mass talks more into the mic them. when he's standing? Yeah, it's unbelievable. <laughs> I like this lean he's got going on yeah. too, holding on to the that's the only support on the house right there. So, oh <laughs> so funny story you're talking about talking into the mics. I'm I'm playing PlayStation with Kyle last night and uh you know he's got the headset. Breathing real heavy right into the mic. I'm like, so Kyle, <laughs> do you know that you're just breathing really hard into the mic? Yeah, why? I said, so you're doing it on purpose. I was like, I feel like I'm on our show. <laughs> he didn't care for that. No. <laughs> anyway. He's done that. Just. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I, I... You're going to ask Kendall that? What? Well, whatever. Cole. <laughs> Is that the. The Blackhawk stuff probably isn't cold, cold yet. No, we're going to be out too for that. Yeah. So, just whatever. I don't care. So, to answer Anthony's question, which we never did. <laughs> um, see, one of my, like, sleeper teams I thought might could have potential to surprise a lot of people would have been the Giants. <laughs> but everyone's hurt now. Yeah. Um, so, I would say... Is that a twisted tea? Anthony said his team is the Lions. He doesn't sure, think they're going to do much in the North. <laughs> they just don't have the pieces yet. That's the thing. Like, everybody in the North is still raw. Like, I mean, like, the, the Vikings proved last year that they're not a consistent stud team. The Bears have a lot to prove, and the Packers have a lot to prove. So the Lions could very easily win games. I just don't think they have enough firepower to win the division. Um... It's tough because, like, the Bengals are a dumpster fire. I mean, I... I would give... I, the Jets. Yeah, they got some talent there. You know, Bell yeah, could be couple, an immediate couple, impact. Couple fuck-ups here and there by other teams. The Jets could find themselves making the wild card at 10-6. and six. Yeah. 10-6 and six leaves them a lot of room to lose to the Patriots twice and still have other games to win. 10-6 and six to me, especially in the AFC, both wild card teams will be 10-6. and six. I think it's going to be like an eleven-way tie at ten and six. <laughs> it's going to come down to points scored. They also have to play the AFC North, though. And then who's the, who else is on? Yeah, the, the Bengals team? suck. Okay. The Browns are, are the, the Browns are going to be inconsistent. They're not just going to come out and be a sixteen-win team. Yep. The Ravens are still going to be inconsistent. It'd be cool if they did though. <laughs> and the Ravens lost a lot on defense, and the Steelers play up or down to whoever they're playing. Uh, oh. Yeah, the Steelers. The Steelers will go out. They'll pl- they'll play the Patriots, and they'll be they'll look like a team that's won ten straight Super Bowls. And the next week they'll go out and they'll play the zero and eight Dolphins, and they'll look like a team that's never played in the NFL before. It's just how the Steelers play. I, why couldn't tell you? I don't, yeah, know, I don't know. know. So so then, if we flip it around, what team do you think will surprise and be bad? Like a disappointment? Yeah. Like a like a negative surprise. Uh, huh. based off of like what happened from last year. Yeah, the Seahawks. Chiefs. You know, if Tyreek Hill got suspended, I would have said the Chiefs, but I think they're going to be just fine. I don't. I so I don't think the Chiefs are going to win the division. They may not win the division, but I, I mean, I think That's they'll a disappointment compared to where they were. But, last year. but what I mean is, if they still make the playoffs, I don't. Th- I think they they're still a playoff team, whether they win the division or the wild card. I mean, if you make the playoffs, I don't see it as a disappointing season. 
for a team that was kind of middle of the road, I think the team's really going to take a step back this year. I think it's going to be Houston. I think Houston yeah. is going to be, you know, far worse than they were last year. I um, also see New Orleans taking a massive step back. I think Carolina is going to be a lot better this year. And now that Atlanta has all their pieces together. Well, I think, too, Carolina is going to be a lot better because Cam's not going to be playing with just a dead shoulder. <laughs> I mean, he could not throw the ball at all last year. It, who did they bring up for their backup quarterback? Oh, Wasn't Derek uh, Anderson in there? No. No, didn't they? Oh, no, they drafted somebody. That's what they did. They drafted did they? a quarterback. Yeah, they drafted a quarterback. They have Taylor Hankey right now. They didn't have uh Derek Anderson came back, but I think it was like three years ago. Yeah. Was it that long? Yeah. Wow. He was good. I yeah. could see the I could see the Saints taking a step back. Now why? Like on on, on both like offense and defense? like what do you mean? Will Greer's harder schedule. Drafted. Harder schedule, yeah. They got to they got to go play in Soldier Field. They got to play the Cowboys, which they barely got away with a win last year on them. Mm-hmm. And they got to play the Rams. And then I don't know who the South plays this year for divisions. Look up their schedule for me. For the but AFC or in the NFC? The NFC. Just look up the Saints schedule. Um, so but, do you, do you but think? But they like also have to play. Also have to play a hundred percent healthy Falcons team twice. Yeah. Well, with, healthy right now. But. I know, I know, I'm being funny. And, and they ha- and they're gonna have to play a healthy Panthers team twice. So, do you think Kamara ca- takes a step back, or no? I just think that they're gonna actually play teams. They're now. just gonna they're I gonna gotcha. play good football teams. I gotcha. AFC that, North, NFC West. Because the defense, I mean, played well up, but they're still they not. AFC good. North, NFC yeah. West. You know, no, AFC. I'm sorry, AFC South, NFC West. So they play yeah. Texans. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so they gotta play the Colts. They're still gonna play that good Titans defense. That was actually be my my team. That was gonna be a surprise with the Titans. I don't. I'm still kind of on the the Mariota not figuring it out yet. But I think Derrick Henry's gonna have a monster year. I hope so. Just to show to Kyle. Space. Yeah, really. Let me buy him a jersey. Make him eat it. <laughs> you want sauce on that kid? <laughs> Can you buy like a five XL one? Well, it to be a comforter? Or like, what <laughs> <laughs> We're going to try to eat it. By Derrick Henry bedspread? <laughs> <laughs> I really love him. He's going to suck. <laughs> I hope not. I he's hope good. so. He's good. Why do you hope so? I don't think he's that good. It's the young LeGarrette Blunt. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's been saying it. Eh. I don't think he's that good. Oh, I like Derrick Henry. I think he's really I, good if they give him the opportunity. Well, hold on. What do you mean, oh, I like Derrick Henry? You're going to tell me, you're going to sit here and tell them that you and I both don't have a love for a lot of really shitty players? Right. I'm not just saying that. Eddie Royal. Oh, God, you know, Eddie I was going to say Eddie Royal, but I thought Paul would get really mad at no, me. he was not a good receiver. <laughs> but I felt like if I he said was serviceable. He was serviceable. Yeah, he was definitely a better special receiver. Much better. I feel like if I said Eddie Royal, Paul was going to get really mad. Bernard so Berrien. <laughs> Ooh, good name. Moosin Muhammad. Yeah. Eddie Jackson just... Uh, Came on the NFL's top 100. He's number 30. Oh, real quick. I wanted to talk about that. I know we got to get close <laughs> to a break. Listen, I, I'm happy that the, the player voted or whatever. I'm glad the players like it, but I just hate it. I just it's hate so it. It's so stupid because it's only best based off of last year. Yeah, well, isn't that how they kind of preface it? Like the whatever year, top 100 or 2019 right. rank. Right. But they they preface that, but then it's like people like go nuts for it. There's like people arguing, well, this guy should have been 38, not 41. That's why you're gonna it's sit great. there and tell me. But seriously, sit down, sit here and tell me. Fan, podcaster, NFL player, put on whatever fucking hat you want to put on. You're gonna tell me Philip Lindsay's better than Juju Smith Schuster? No. All right then. <laughs> that's that's just it. That's that's all I needed to hear was no. Was no. No, I I don't agree with that. But that's the thing, like. 
it, it generates NFL like, players do by like twenty five spots. <laughs> yeah, but uh, what were their Wonderlick scores? That's what I want to know. Were these like the six percentile? I did, I did really well on the Wonderlick. I don't remember what my percentile was, but I think I won. I think I was better than everybody else here. Yes, you did. I'm pretty smart, but, I, not, uh, but I'm also pretty stupid. I didn't. I didn't participate, so I did the worst. <laughs> You actually probably get a higher score by just not doing it. <laughs> Fed souls. You're like you're like the kid that like got better score at the SATs by not writing his name on it. <laughs> wow, this guy gets it. You get five hundred <laughs> points just by writing your name. Yeah, I would have spelled it wrong. Going into the SATs, like, I, I would just write my name a bunch of times. Like, hey, you said it's this amount 600, of points. Six hundred, six hundred, six hundred. I never. There's no them. specification that says how many times I can write it. Yeah, never took them. It's BS. You never took yeah. the SATs. Nope. We can you can take it now. We can do it. On I the took show the SATs one, one time. I took them. I took them without studying because I didn't have any intentions of going to college at the time. But my mom was like, "You should take them just in case you change your mind." Took them. I scored an eighteen ninety. My mom was like, "That's really good." I was like, "Perfect. I'm not doing it again." <laughs> I think I was a one and done too, but I don't remember. I remember I went to sign up once, missed that, never went back. <laughs> like, well, I guess uh, <laughs> this is over forever. Let's do something else because uh, I signed up late for mine. I had to take mine at Bristol Eastern High School, living oh, in Middletown at the time. Nice, nice hike in the morning. Yeah. And those, those are early, too. Yeah, mine was at 8 in the morning. Yeah. But it was kind of cool, though, because there were kids in my in like my SAT group that I went to elementary school with when I lived in Bristol. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I like it because you would go to SAT, and then everyone shows up with their iced coffee. Like, oh, I'm so cool. Yeah. I'm gonna, my future's going to be decided today. I'm wearing my sweatpants and spaghetti straps. Yeah. Such a hoe. Then they take two sips of iced coffee, and they just throw it out when they're done. God, that makes me so mad. <laughs> Meanwhile, Kendall's sitting there with his failed SAT in one hand, drinking all the iced coffees in the garbage bag. <laughs> Kendall shows up with a cooler and a six-pack. <laughs> I'm ready for the test. <laughs> Piss myself. 20 minutes in. Can I go to the bathroom? <laughs> that would be a great, like, short skit. Like, Here to for do... the TSAs? No, like, imagine, like, doing, like, a short skit, though, from, like, like Dazed and Confused, having Matthew McConaughey sitting in that SAT. <laughs> yeah. He's just sitting there with, like, a pint of, like, wild Irish rose or whatever. Like, All right. <laughs> that, that's the best part about these high school tests. They keep getting harder, and I don't learn a damn thing. <laughs> All right, we're going to go to break on that note, because it was terrible. When we come back, Kendall has something to talk about, I believe. Mass has something to talk about. Mock's going to come up with something to talk about. And uh, we're going to talk about a lot of stuff when we're back in Whenever. 187 seconds here on the PPRN Radio Network. And now, back to getting sports with Drunk on the PPRN Radio Network. Welcome back to getting sports with Drunk. On the PPRN Radio Network, I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by Assholes. <laughs> see, see, <laughs> he's gonna go. This guy, Curveball City. <laughs> now that was actually the four finger splitter. <laughs> you have giant hands. Is that what Kyle said last night? Yeah. I couldn't hear him. I said that last night. I was like, "Oh, I just threw a four finger splitter." Kyle's like, "No bigger hands with me for that." <laughs> <laughs> I have such big hands. I said to Kyle one time, I was like, "What would happen if you threw?" I was like, "What if you threw a three finger fastball?" He goes, "It'd be a ball." I was like. Well, what if it was in the strike zone? He goes, it'd still be a ball. But if it was, was a three-finger, I don't understand. Because, like, you throw a change-up with three fingers. Yeah, I don't understand his reasoning. I don't know if you could physically throw a three-finger three finger fastball, but cause it's just a change-up. I, I don't know, dude. <laughs> Unless just, you just throw, like, a 90-mile-an-hour change-up, then it's a fastball. Then you're a roll to Chapman. Yeah, if you got a 90-mile-an-hour change-up. See, I want to be a pitcher. I told this guy, I want to throw a 92 mile an hour changeup, but an 88 max fastball. <laughs> really fuck with me. Really off speed it. So we had we played uh, wiffle ball a couple of nights back, 
yes. in, in a parking lot. And uh, I had the opportunity to pitch, and so did Riddler. And See, I'd like to think, despite Moxie Marshall hitting a grand salami, I'd like to think I was the MVP of that night. Because I got a win on the mound, and yeah. I had a lot of base hits. You did. You played very well. And I, just I had a let, win in a grand slam. I just want to let you guys know. I had more hits than you, though. I don't know. I did. I don't know. I did. I had a lot. I had a lot of hits. When I was pitching, just want to let you guys know, I was giving it all to get to the plate. Like that, what you saw there? <laughs> well, that's why I say I had more hits than you. Because, that's why I say I had more hits than Mock. Because in the second game where you were pitching, we batted around three times in one inning. Everybody, Matt, everything that Mass hit was pretty much an error in that inning. And Pat, almost half his errors, all mine were base hits. And I got robbed of a fucking double. It should have been a triple. Or no, I'm sorry. It was a single that should have been a double. And then the next at-bat, somebody hit one in the same spot. I'm like, it's a double. I'm like, you sons of a bitches. He did it. Listen, I try to be as non-confrontational. I always ask someone else what they think it is. That's bullshit. The first pitch of the game doesn't even come out when you're trying to fight Kyle. That's not true. Kyle gets so aggressive, like, right out of the gate. He didn't get that aggressive that night. No, he did. The minute I said Mox, the better all-around player. Yeah, he, he gets mad. so mad. Yeah, that was true. <laughs> what do we got to do? We got to bring Chalk, and we'll draw lines. Like, What we need to do is have more is than, like, just two hours get notice the for PVC pipe. No, what we need is we just need our own Whipple field. <laughs> that, too. That, too. How big is your backyard going to be? You know, I was looking at it. I don't think it's going to be big enough. Yeah, but then we got to drive to Milford. Then we have to move a bunch of obstacles. There's and, just too many and things. trees. Yeah, we gotta, we'd have to remove trees. And oh, this and you that. guys have a big enough field-type area. What if we just pitch in, bought some land? Hey. Just uh, put some money I, together. I like playing on grass because it's it's going to sound like cheapish, but it, you get more hits. So it kind of like makes the games more interesting. Yeah. Because when you're playing on pavement, like <laughs> you fucking so rip far. a fucking shot. Yeah. And then the ball just... If you're playing, you could be playing 150 feet back, and the ball's gonna roll to you. Yeah. So you just, all you have to do is pick it up. <laughs> but you're good. But with the grass, it stops. I agree. Plus, on the grass, you're more likely to lay out for things. Yeah. No, I do all the time. <laughs> One time we were playing wiffle. It was just Kendall and I. We were playing at his house in uh, Milford, or in uh, Wallingford, and uh, I he hit a ball. I dove for it, and at the split second, I was like, "Oh my god, my fly is down." As I was diving, but I was like, oh, good, there's a gopher hole. So I just erected my cock into the gopher hole. Really stopped the slide. And that's how I caught my first gopher. See, the other thing that's tough, too, is I like playing wiffle at night so much more than playing during the day. So we, if we had a, a grass fit, we need lights. Well, the, the problem, too, though, is like, I see, see kind of vice versa. Because, like, I like playing at night, but I like playing at night, like, more spring to fall. Yeah. Not summer. Summer tough. Well, because, like, at least in the summertime, like, when you're playing, you're sweating and stuff like that. But there's nothing worse than playing Wiffle, and, like, you're not sweating, but everything on you is damp. <laughs> that was basically my ride home. <laughs> I rode home shirtless. Did you? Yeah. Air yourself out. I went right to bed. Didn't shower. Oh, me neither. Right to bed. Yep. Removed my uh, damp clothing. But just <laughs> I bought tickets right to, to the Pittsburgh Steelers game. That, that night. night. Yeah. Well, that's when the, the, then went to bed. the money was exchanged. Yeah, when the sketchy drug deal in the Lions State parking lot happened. You know what was pretty funny about that night? <laughs> when Marissa drove through with the cop lights on, <laughs> Massey almost just went, right, hands, hands up, up don't shoot. <laughs> I said heads up, that's <laughs> was, all I did. It was funny. I get home, she's like, hey, so that kid got really scared. Huh? I was like, yeah, maybe a little. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> he turned it a little bit. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. 
Mass was putting himself into some very limber positions to play some outfield. <laughs> he was squatting down, like he was he down was, and ready. Yeah, I mean, he he was like, it's like he was playing catcher, but like he, he was trying to leg out base hits. I was liking it. <laughs> That that's, was that's the, best. the best one, though, was when he hit the fly ball to Kendall, and Kendall dropped it. He didn't field it clearly. And once he dropped it, Mass like, took like three lunges towards what would be first base. Love the effort. He'll learn. That's the enthusiasm we need when we go pro. Nope. I remember when we first started, the very first, we used to run, and that got old real fast. Oh, yeah. For the listeners who don't know, we the ball is pitched, you hit it, and then... We determined what the yeah, hit would got, be. Eh, <laughs> there he goes. But, yeah, I remember the first couple, and it, and it always turned into like, oh, no, I was at the base before, and, and it was like, all right, we're done running. We're just going to kind of honor system it here. Yeah, maybe we had to throw it in, and that would be like their, their That's why Nathan version. Hale was perfect. Everything was kind of pinpointed out as far as singles, doubles, triples. Well, the parking lot was split, so there was like a medium. Yeah, and then median. Like, medium. I said medium. I don't know why. Medium um, was a show. Yeah. Didn't like it. Didn't care for it. It's also a poor way to eat a steak. <laughs> it is a poor way to eat a steak. Why you give me that look, Mark? Why? Anything not medium rare is terrible. Would you be more on the well side or more on the rare side? I would rather eat a steak blue than eat it medium. Right. I'm with you for what it's worth. Nothing. It's worth nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so congrats, oh, man. Not that this means anything, but a quick quick uh, professional wrestling thing. Um, <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> CM Punk said he will not go to AEW. Ah, he, man. Said he said he's going to start his own brand. Are you serious? No. <laughs> I'm say, that'd be hilarious. It's going to be him and John Moxley. Just one-on-one for every pay-per-view. <laughs> Three-hour Iron Man matches. Did, did he really say he's not going to AEW? Yeah, he said he had no interest. <laughs> that would be funny. It's just that, but the storyline's different for each day. They <laughs> fight like five times during a pay-per-view, but it's a different reason every time. It would time. be funny if he went there. I mean, just to kind of stick it to the WWE. He said he'd be more likely to go back to the WWE than go to AEW. Really? Mm-hmm. That'd be awesome, too. Mm. That'd be bad blood with Cody Rhodes. Maybe. Who knows? He doesn't like his blonde hair. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Also, I remember... So, here's this thing, too, also about professional wrestling. You know Bruce Pritchard? You guys know who that is, right? He was Brother Love. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, like, rumors that came out in 2001 that he was fucking Stephanie McMahon. You know, there's been a lot of rumors about her banging the wrestlers. That's why Macho Man was away for so long. <laughs> there wouldn't be much of a rumor on this end. It would have just been an allegation. <laughs> oh. <sighs> so, Mark, what do you have to talk about that's real sports here? All right. So, so on the drive down, I came up with a couple of topics. We covered most of them because there were a lot of training camp things. Would any of the – hold on. Sorry, not to cut, cut you off. But would any of you guys that have penises in the room be interested – if I were to get the reins going on, like, a mini, like, professional wrestling podcast, be interested in chiming in on that? Yeah, I'm down anything radio. I don't think Mark would want to be a regular. I think he'd want to be a special guest. I, I could tune in. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't watch too much now. Rebecca, you don't know enough. No, you don't. We're not going to talk about Seth Rollins for ever. All right, Rebecca, who was the first ever five-time WWE champion? And there you go. That's what about the second time? First All right. Five, I, I don't even know if I know that. Who was it? Who was it? I don't know. Wow. I don't remember it. I know who the second one was. Second five-time guy. Bret Hart. Yeah. I forget who the first time was. Oh, Hulk Hogan. I was going to guess either Hogan or, like, like the Ultimate Warrior. No. But I, 
But he only won it a couple times. But anyway, um, the the one thing I I was reading kind of on the the name of our wrestling podcast be. Um, off the top rope. (laughs) That already exists. Yeah. (laughs) We love jobbers. Get the tables. Bronco Buster. (laughs) It's also a sex podcast. It's not a rib. By us. No, we we could do not a rib. That'd be a good one. Not a rib. So, so yeah, I was reading one thing, kind of... What's the format? No, between red lights on the way here. Talking about Carmelo Anthony. Ooh. I, get, I guess, like, I don't know yeah, if it was his yeah, agent yeah. or whatever, said he his... wants... He's better than 70% of the league, and he wants his farewell season, like, Wade had. He was going to say Dwayne Wade, but he almost said D Wade, so he just bailed out. You know what's funny? That's exactly right. Because <laughs> I heard him loading up the D. He was like, like Wade wanted <laughs> But, I, I mean, I don't know. Is, is that like a cop-out thing to come back just to have the big farewell? Melo Mello deserves to be in the league. I, I agree. I think he should be playing. But, I mean, if he comes back solely to have this big farewell tour. I don't think it's the whole farewell tour thing. I, I think he wants – it's all a ploy type of thing. It's all like the just give me my shot. Give yeah. me a chance. Because he's not young. And he's had so much time off from being in competitive NBA basketball that he probably couldn't go five, six more years. He probably has two or three years in him. But he does have peak physical conditioning still. He's still playing pickup with all the summer guys at that gym, wherever the fuck they all play. And um, Do you think if a team would bring him in, they would kind of want him to, not to change his style, but to kind of adapt? I think Melo would have a different outlook on his role for an NBA team now than he would have when he left the Thunder. Yeah. I it's, think that's fair. It's different now. And Melo just wants to play now. It's the same deal. Like, But Melo, unfortunately, looks like he's going to go down the route that Nate Robinson went, which was he got cut and nobody else kind of wanted to give him the shot, and he just kind of floated by the wayside as a guy who could still contribute. But people just they valued their youth, molding their youth over having the aging veteran. Or, or do you think – I mean, I, I don't know which route he would kind of go, like trying to get on a you know somewhat contending or a contending team – to get that ring and make a push and try, or just go to like a scrub team to be the well, Melo's the already, big name. The thing with Melo is, is Melo's already cemented his legacy for what he's going to be. Melo's going to go down as one of the top scorers in NBA history. Yeah, but he's not ever going to achieve anything more than that. He's never going to be considered one of the goats. He's no. never going to be considered the best out of that draft class. Like none of those things are going to happen. But he will. He will go down as one of the best scorers of all time. So there's really nothing for him to prove. Now, obviously, every player wants to get a ring, but the thing is, is like, what contending team could he go to where he wouldn't be an absolute five to twenty, five to ten minute role player? Melo's Melo's going to want to play. Yeah. He might not need to be a thirty-two minute starter, and he might not even need to be a starter. He might be he might be content with being a six man that gets minutes, like a Lou Williams does for the Clippers. But I mean. He's not going to get the like the team that needs him depth wise the most in the NBA would be Golden State, but Golden State's not going to give him the looks he's going to want, especially after Clay comes back. Yeah, I mean, like I could see him if he'd be willing to come off the bench. I could see him going to the Sixers. They could use him. You think a team like Boston? A team like Boston could benefit from him, but Boston's going the youth movement. No, I know, but but that's why, like you said, like the, the sixth sixth man, right? Type but Boston, thing. but Boston expunged their their old guys. So like, yeah. it, why bring in and? An older guy. An older guy that's going to need to – 
because even if he's in peak physical condition, we see it all the time. NFL athletes are the some of the freakiest in shape people in the world, but it takes time getting back into football. Yeah, shape. of course. So, because there's a difference between being in shape and being football shape. Same thing right. with the NBA. There's a difference between being in yeah. NBA shape and being in an in shape. Um, but I could see Melo make being an additional piece to the Clippers team. Mm-hmm. I could see that being a thing. I could see Melo being an additional piece to the Lakers team, team that needs depth. I could also see him being an additional piece back on the Rockets. Now that bridge probably has been burned, but that's a team that could use him and he could get playing time on if he was willing to accept a off the bench role. I could also see him, if you were going to flip that page, I could see him going to Miami. Now, Miami's not going to contend for a ring, but Miami needs bodies that can play and put the ball in the hoop besides Jimmy Butler and Gordon Dragic. So, there's plenty of opportunities for him. Right. So, I have a quick question. Now, he... No, I shouldn't say there's plenty of opportunities. There's plenty of potential opportunities for him. It's just somebody else is going to need to be willing to pull the trigger for it yeah. on him. Mm-hmm. And, and teams should. Melo still has a lot to offer. So he, the the agent said he wanted to have the Wade type goodbye. Yeah. Now, what was Wade's were his minutes cut, or did he kind of play like a Wade, full? Wade still got minutes. He didn't get starting minutes, but Wade also chose to come off the bench so that the Heat could kind of expose what life was like without him. So, like, other people got to start. Wade kind of was, like, always – he was the sixth man for that Heat team. Yeah. He got a lot of minutes because the Heat team was trash. But Dwayne Wade probably could have played another two or three years at, 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 a, at a productive clip. But he also just had a, another kid. You know, he's made plenty of money. His wife has made a lot of money. They don't need money. They're smart people. They yeah. invest well. And they have plenty of sponsorships that, that Wade wanted to be a family man. And not that Melo doesn't have those things, but but you got to think What's of up, it. James? I understand with what you're saying, like uh, like, like with the whole like uh, should someone do that just for the farewell thing or whatever. But you got to remember, like Melo didn't Melo did not have a good leaving of the NBA. I mean, no, it was atrocious no. for somebody that was a household name in the NBA for yeah, a very since, long since time. Since the Knicks, since the Knicks, since the Nuggets. But I, I mean, no, he was, he was a household name in the Nuggets. No, no, I know. I'm not saying he wasn't, but I'm saying like you know when he was with the Knicks, like he he was still a big time player. Once he left the Knicks, it, to at least for me, is where he kind of fell off. You know, it wasn't a good fit in Oklahoma. It wasn't a good fit in Houston. Right, well, and then he got traded and cut. He got that's traded what I mean. And, and, and it was just is that, and that's not the way that a Carmel, a player of Carmelo no, Anthony's statue, I agree, should go out. Do I think? Do I would I like to see Carmelo Anthony come in for one last? Roundabout, yes, I would 100%. Even if it was just to do the Dwayne Wade thing. Even if it was just a one-and-done, and he played for a team like Miami, a team that could use yeah. his abilities, but is not he's not going to make a difference in terms of their championship potential. Do you think there's any chance he goes back to the Knicks? Um, yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, the big the issue was yeah, with gone. Phil Jackson, and he's gone. And Boylan. So, I mean, I think they would welcome I mean, the, the Knicks fans loved him. I think he liked being in the city. It, it was just the the way certain things fell down no, or went down. But I could see it. I wouldn't be, and I wouldn't be opposed to it either. Is, do you th- is he a Hall of Famer? Yes. Yeah. Well, I think we discussed this. I think it's just fairly easy to get in NBA. But it's not. It has nothing to do with ease. Melo deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Oh, Mello, right, Mello's right. one of the I best. Melo's one of the best raw scorers of all time. Yeah. And Melo. All the way up until like he was starting until he. 
wasn't embracing his role and the team wasn't using it properly because it's always a 50-50 thing. It's never just a team was using you poorly, like for a star player. It was a team was using you poorly, but you also weren't giving your all. Yeah. You know, so it was definitely a 50-50 thing. But up until Melo's departure from the New York Knicks, Melo was the best one-on-one basketball player in, in the NBA. Better than Durant, better than LeBron, better than all the rest of them. Melo, in a one-on-one situation, would do whatever he wanted with you, no matter what you were defensively. Melo had the size and the ability to back you down. Melo had the touch from beyond the arc, and Melo had a very gentle but ferocious step or fadeaway step back. It was just beautiful. One of the best scorers to ever play. He should, 100% should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I just meant it as, you know, like, you know, Mock could play five games, and if he's scored in all five games, he would have made it. Really? I think so. Because you would have been the guy who You can't score, five. though, because you're passing. I think I could get a basket. Five times? Not in one game. No, I, I mean one, one score think you could once. score a point. One point in five straight games in the NBA? I think so. Really? I think I can average a point. No cherry picking. What do you mean? You can't stay down at your offensive side while they're all playing on the other end. Oh, no, I'd play some defense. And realistically, you're getting no more than three minutes. Oh, three minutes. That's tough. But I, I think I could I could get one. I mean, I'd get I bet fouled you, and, here's and the deal. I could make one foul shot. I bet you from the from an NDA three-pointer, I bet you Ma could maybe do ten straight shots where he'd get the ball to hit rim, and then after that he would just start dying out with his arms, and he wouldn't be able to get the ball to the oh, rim. Oh, no, come on. I got arm strength. Contested. I, I'm, I got a good pump fake. Oh, there we go. I'll make him jump first and then shoot it between his legs. Really, I got to play uh, this, in this basketball league uh, uh, at Eastern, and boy, was it fun. Because we, we were for sure like the second worst team in, in this, uh, what do you I call sh- it? I shined. <laughs> well, I, I did well. It was uh, 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 intramurals. It, 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 there it is. And uh, man, but it was so much fun. Like To be like the bad team is almost like better than contending. Well, the problem, too, was is like it was like, hey, either play in this league with a bunch of fundamentally sound players that just want to play to have fun, or play in the next level league where dunking's allowed. So needless <laughs> to say, it was a little bit different color. <laughs> so a, a couple years ago, Mercer was in a women's basketball league through the winter, and I'd go watch these games, and there was a men's league team playing on the other court at the park and rec. Put it this way, the only black guy in our league, his name was Les. <laughs> so, Les so I remember... More. I think Kyle was with me one, or I'm sorry, it was Eric, and we were watching this game, and I was like, man, we should just start a men's league just, just for kicks, and then the game got real physical, and I was like, nah, I'm out on that. I couldn't do it. <laughs> it would just be so fun to just go in and just get smoked. Uh, and you know the thing is, too, because we played, obviously, it was, it was full court, and I was just gassed, like five minutes in, just like running. <laughs> How much longer? <laughs> Can this just end? Hey, you want to fake injuries? <laughs> Yeah, that's the hardest thing. There, uh, <laughs> there was one other thing that we we f- forgot to mention during the toast of excellence. We we missed a pretty significant thing. Um, this was just this past Friday, I believe. Um, Steve Wilkerson, Kendall, you know who that is? I do know. Um, but I can't get Muhammad Wilkerson out of my head. Steve Wilkerson, the guy from Jerry Springer show. No, that's Steve Wilkos. Uh, he also throws, has a good show. The guy that throws cakes in people's faces? Oh, I don't know. That's Steve Aoki. Um, <laughs> but uh, Steve Wilkerson, 
of the Baltimore Orioles mm-hmm. on Friday became the first position player to record a save. Fastest pitch he threw, 55 miles <laughs> per hour. In an MLB game? MLB. It was the 16th inning. He's a true sport athlete? No, Steve Wilkerson's a player. Who'd you say from Steve? Orioles? Oh, Steve I Wilkerson. heard Baltimore, so they're talking about Ravens. No, no, no. He's a, he's a Baltimore Oriole, and um, he's normally an outfielder. Came in to pitch the bottom of the 16th. Protected the lead. They were they were up 10-8 to eight and uh, came in through a 1-2-3 inning. And it's hilarious. If you watch the video, I mean, he's just throwing BP. And, and the guys couldn't hit it. So there was one time in, like, 2012, maybe, Adam Dunn got hurt. And he went down to the minors for a little while just to kind of recoup. Yeah. And he came in in a save situation. And he ca- he came in. The bases were juiced, and they had no one else to pitch. The guy, last guy, got hurt. Yeah, that happens all the time in the minors. Yeah. So this, guy, so Adam Dunn came in. He threw a fastball, or no? He sorry. He threw a changeup that came in at sixty-two miles an hour into a triple play for the win. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, I mean, this was the first time in MLB history. The greatest thing is again. I'm pretty sure the bases were loaded with two outs. And they're only up two. And, I mean, this guy's just throwing yeah, softballs me. in. I'm sorry for the noise effect. I'm trying to not cut my hand off. But it, it was it is pretty cool to see. I mean, Tyler, Lord of Liquids, got to ease it with the wax, man. <laughs> I'm still working on mine. And I got Hey, it. can I actually have that wax when you guys are No, nah, don't give it to him. <laughs> He's going to make confetti out of it. Yeah. Idle hands, man. Got to keep them. Idle hands. <laughs> use these uh, wire stripping... Uh, <laughs> It's so hot down here. But, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's a pretty cool thing. You don't see that in the MLB too much where, you know, a position player comes into – it does happen. I remember, you know, I think it was last year Sandoval came in through yeah. a few shutout innings. But it, it's just funny that they left him in there. And the, I mean, granted, the, the Orioles aren't going anywhere, but, you that's know, you true. still try and win games. they got to play away games. <laughs> what? Enrique Wilson? No, he didn't because he was the. He just literally said that was the first position player to do it. No, but I mean, he did say it. Enrique Wilson. I, the, the name is right. I'm trying to remember who he was. He's short. <laughs> Enrique's a short guy's name. There's no tall Enrique. <laughs> Enrique well, Wilson. Hold in if you know anybody. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a tall Enrique, <laughs> let us know. The the name is ringing a bell. I'm trying to remember. Still struggling pretty good with yep. this wax here. There might not be any wax for Mark to play with left. All right, so uh, let's get another topic we could talk about. I am but, looking up Enrique Wilson. So basically, any time for you people who don't watch baseball, anytime you see a score that's like <laughs> fourteen to three. Or, or greater, that a position player might be on the mound because they've expended all their you know what's funny? pitching staff. Wow. So, so the wins above replacement stat, right? His is negative five point two. <laughs> His team lost five games because of him. <laughs> For who? Enrique Wilson. Now I'm seeing him now. Now I remember the name. Yeah, he was like an ultimate like utility guy. Apparently but, not that good. But not that good. What above replacement was uh, answer in Jeopardy tonight? <laughs> Were you watching like, it live? Like the real Jeopardy or Paul's Jeopardy? No, 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 like the real Jeopardy. Oh. 
I saw it on the TV before I left. Did you get yours open? I was able to get it. You know what's funny? A lot of times the sports categories on Jeopardy go a little sideways. They used to have this Dan Patrick hosted uh, sports, sports Jeopardy. Yeah, and it was pretty good. Yeah, so one guy like ran train for like eight year, eight years. Yeah, guy from was from uh, Illinois too. Kendall's a big Dan Patrick fan. He's all right. I like him. I like him. Um, I don't know why I'm doing this. Here. What was that show that was on ESPN? Uh, Stump the Schwab. No, Stump the Stoshball. Trying to match up. No, no. I'm pretty sure it's called Stump the Schwab. It's just like this sports guru. And they had like this show where some guy off the street would come and like go head to head in sports trivia. Oh, so you're talking about like the beat Bobby Flay of sports. Exactly. Same deal. Except this guy was kind of just like fat and uninteresting. But it was was Guy Fury. (laughs) So, real quick, I respected his name. I was trying to figure out why this wasn't cut, and it's because I had my thumb on the sharp side pushing with the dull side of the wax. (laughs) Where did this blood come from? All right. <laughs> that piece that he gave you has a bottle cap in it. Oh, yeah. So before you start <laughs> just ripping your thumb into it. You want my wax, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I do. All right. <laughs> you can have my wax. Hold on, there's more. That sounds... Sounds like not what? great. Do you have any more topics? Uh, What else did I jot down here? I mean, we kind of... We talked about training camp. Well, so this past weekend we saw the, uh, you know, the Boston Red Sox kind of butthole rape the, the Yankees there for three out of four. Yeah, for three out of four. You guys gave up in your in your series against the Twins and the Red Sox. You guys gave up seventy one runs in seven games. Yeah. Could you imagine giving up ten runs a game? Yeah. That's... So so that's I mean, to you guys. Oh, real, real quick, uh, just cause we're going to talk about these in the in the beer reviews. But we just opened up two uh, two beers from our friends at Blackhawk Brewing. If you haven't checked out the Blackhawk special show, it's on our Facebook. It's on Podbean. Right? It's yep. everywhere. It's, it's on everywhere. Podbean. It's on iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify. Where you find GSWD, you find Blackhawk. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, go listen to that. Tyler, great guy, Lord of the Liquids, the, the, the head brewmaster down there and the Lord of the Liquids. He's the head of – he's just everything down there, right? Yeah, just kind of jack of all trades. Right. But uh, he was nice enough to uh, – let us buy some of the limited release stuff down there. Um, so last week we opened up a couple of a Kendall. We, uh, we're trying some Disco Pig stuff today. Yes. Disco Pig, which is a uh, barrel-aged nonsense stuff. Delicious. So why don't you go ahead and tell me what Bless you got. You. So I have Disco Pig uh, BFO. I know. We forgot to write down what these were. Uh, do you have Tyler's phone number, cell phone number? I do not. Uh, damn. Well, well, we'll text them. We'll get, to, we'll get back to you next week for what they are. We'll find a way to get a hold of them. I have also from the Disco Pig series. I have the Scoby Snacks. Awesome name. Just go back to Black Hog. Yeah, I'm done. We had to cut our visit short last time because we had to work. Yeah. Uh, no correction. Right. I did not have to work. My well, rat of a boss. Mm-hmm. Right. But that rat of a mm-hmm. boss also had to work. But mm-hmm. I pushed push the event up two hours for no reason at all. But needless to say, at Black Hog, I would have drank many more beers yeah. if the opportunity presented itself. Yeah. All right. It was so hot. <laughs> it was back to what you were saying, Machine. Um, so, I mean, after we saw, you know, the Yankees get beat up on, um, to you guys, does this kind of start to show either the Yankees falling or the Red Sox, like, rising to the top of the division? Neither. I agree. It shows exactly what we've known for a hundred games of baseball. 
The Yankees have a very bad pitching staff, and the Red Sox have a really good offense with no pitching to help. Yeah. Both teams are the same. They have really good offense and no pitching to help. The Red Sox just started off way worse than the Yankees did. Well, I I agree, but I also disagree. I mean, the Yankees have bullpen. Their bullpen is great, but the the starters they they're not they don't always perform to what they should. Yeah, the guys. The, okay, so but when the the guys that pitch sixty percent of your innings suck, that's your no, pi- I, your pitching's bad. But but that's what I mean. Like, you know that that first game, you know Tanaka went way too far. He, they left him in for way too long, but you know, the, there's games where Tanaka's untouchable. There's games where Paxton's on. It, it's just, I think right now the the pitching's kind of hitting a skid, and the, and they got to shake something up. They got to bring somebody in. I understand what you're saying, but but I would have no faith in that Yankee starting rotation in the playoffs at all. I agree. I still think I still think they need a top end guy. Right, and we talked about this last week when we kind of did the uh, trade deadline needs. Let's do it again. <laughs> One more time. Well, it's really fresh. <laughs> Actually, why don't you just play it for him and we'll just get out of here? <laughs> yeah, and that's exactly what we we said. What Riddler alluded to is that you need a, another starter to kind of fill that void. Because let's say the Yankees go on and they they stand first throughout. They're going to be playing teams like Houston. They're going to be playing teams yeah. like the Twins. Teams that can like they can hit, you know. And it's just like those guys. They just they have a knack. I like for the it. emphasis on teams like hit. They can hit. It it comes. To, I mean, I'm I'm kind of you know somewhat following the trade deadline here, and I'm seeing Bumgarner's not available. They're not going to trade Bumgarner. Stroman got traded to the Mets for whatever reason. Granky. Uh, but I mean, Granky's out there. Um. Stroman. Gone. I mean, do they go for Syndergaard? They, the Yankees it, can get anybody. I agree, but just bullshit. I, I don't think they're going to overpay for a rental guy. I, I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, that, that's why they they didn't pursue Zach Wheeler. Did he get traded yet? No, but uh, Wheeler and Syndergaard are both like potential. You know, as a fan, I hope they don't move, and I think they're still in stock. I think they're just having down years, um, but. I think there's more of a chance this year than last year. Um, so someone will get moved. So, not, so far, no Abreu talk. <laughs> so not to to divert here, but do you think the Mets trading for Stroman is like we're trying to make some type of push? Like, do you think they have enough there to make a push? No, no, I don't, I don't think so. I think that, that's why the the move is so weird to me. I mean, the only thing I can think of is yes, maybe in fact they are going to get rid of you know. What if they're just flipping Stroman? And packaging with Syndergaard to the Yankees for just a shit ton of prospects. Could, Get this rebuild going off strong. I tell you what, I I don't think that's completely out of the question. I, I don't I know mean, what the, the like the rules are. Like I know in the NBA, when you trade for somebody, you can't trade them for X amount of days. I don't know if that's like the case in the MLB. I don't think so. I think you just flip whoever, whenever. Well, actually, no. That there is no because the Yankees, um, in this offseason, traded for. What the hell is the guy's name? They traded him to Seattle. Um, he had a weird name. It was like Step, Step or something like that. <laughs> but they, they traded for him, and then like either later that day or the next day traded him to Seattle. Like baseball is real weird with yeah, that. Yeah, that was move. But it's weird because – Shed? Was his name Shed? It could have been. I think it was Shed. Familiar. Gary Shed? No, his first name was Shed. Brandon Shed? I got Shed Williams? Shed outside. I think it was Shed Logan. I'm stuck on Logan. Cadillac Williams? Can someone look that up? 
May I ask that to you? You have the official looker up, or you're not contributing. Yeah. Uh, a guy named Shed that the Yankees traded. <laughs> Just type in Shed MLB player on, yeah. the, on your Google machine. Yeah, no way. There's more than one. <laughs> we have 15 results for Shed. Shed Long. Long, damn. Shed I was long. close. Logan Long. Shed. Shed Long. <laughs> Came from Cincinnati. Long <laughs> dick shit. <laughs> Sorry. Got really I they trade Seattle. Speaking now of. Uh, is that how you guys got in Carcion? Uh, uh, no. No, because you got him during the season. Yeah. Speaking of the MLB. Paxton. Be sure to tune in to the uh, Getting Sports with Drunk Instagram page. It's coming Saturday as uh, a couple members of the crew reporting live from Citizens Bank Park. Secret trip. Where the Phillies <laughs> will be taking on the Chicago White Sox. Yes, very exciting. I think it's just Riddler and Souls in attendance. Yep. And it was a uh, Souls bought uh, his brother, his father, and myself all Father's Day gifts to the go to the Phillies game. So he picked the White Sox. Just wait, Larry's gonna back out last minute. So, <laughs> Kendall, you're first up on the the dibs. Yeah. Real cool. Good for him. <laughs> Mock's gonna be away. Not on Saturday. You'll be in the Czech Republic. That'd be awesome. Uh, uh, Forever. Oh. I know Riddler's not a fan, but uh, Mock is eating on these Boston, I mean these Massachusetts trips. Let's go sauce. Split an order of those with Vito one time at the chowder pot. <laughs> I paid for all of them. I was say, I imagine <laughs> you paid for them. <laughs> you go, hey, you mind covering this? <laughs> he tricked us. He tricked us. Kendall and I. He told uh, us, like, you guys want to go hang out for the day? We'll drive around or whatever. So we drove around. We ended up in Brantford. He pulled into a parking lot and goes, all right, I just got to run in and, f- and do this job interview real quick. Yeah. We waited in the yeah. car for an hour. <laughs> really weird. We went to the chowder pot. Mm-hmm. All right, anyway. Yeah, classic. But, yeah, so it's, uh, I, I believe, uh, let's see if I can f- figure out who's on the bump. I know Noel's supposedly on the bump for the, the Phillips. Anyone else really hope he gets scratched so Kyle's disappointed? Healthy scratch. Yeah, nothing like seeing Arietta three times in one season. (laughs) No, healthy scratch for Vargas. (laughs) That'd be so funny. But yeah, real real quick while Riddle's looking at it. Real real quick. Real quick. Real quick. Real quick. uh, Mets did something weird. Like they get Stroman and then they deal Vargas. I don't think that was the plan. Like, you know, hey, we want to get rid of Vargas. Ooh, we're playing the Mets this week. Let's talk to Mets. Ooh, nice. Some shots on the line. Yeah. I'm gonna oh my god, I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm probably gonna owe two shots next week. Oh uh Jeff, he he owes a triple shot. The Mets swept the Pirates. Yeah, well, next time he's on the show, 2021. <laughs> well, whatever. We'll have know. him pay up. Gotta face a handle on the show. Doing a lot of grilling. <laughs> I think he's listening. Maybe. Sorry, Facebook. It's I is it know. not working? Yeah, it's, I've like started and stopped it a million times. It's it's going. Oh boy, so it's looking like we're gonna be throwing. Not a good guy. Have you heard of him? Yeah, we're gonna be throwing Reynaldo Lopez. Rolando yeah. McLean. Nah, Reynaldo Lopez. His ERA is five eight. It's good for a starter. Yeah, well, he's got two like two wins in the year though. No, he doesn't have two wins? Nah, he's, he's 0-14. Are you serious? Nah, he's 5-9. and 9. I was going to say, why is he still allowed yeah. to pitch? Anyway, I'm hoping So I'm, I'm hoping there's like some sort of change, maybe, 
uh, I'm hoping I would love to see Nola and Giolito, two like franchise young arms going at it. That'd be cool. Or I'm hoping there's like a scrap, like some sort of like bump in the middle of it, and maybe we could see like Ivan Nova pitch against Nola. That'd be cool. Nova Nola. Nova Nola. Nova Nola. Nova Nola nineteen. We need like one of those like boxing uh, match names, like a no, no, no. I'd get one of the campaign shirts. Nova oh, Nola Nova nineteen. Nola. Yeah. I, I like that. Just a, a bat and then some mm. stars and stripes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Stars and bars, baby. Stars yeah. and bars. Like I was at Nova Nola nineteen. <laughs> it was intense. You got any more topics before we go to break? Don't um, you dare say no. You better have one more topic. Well, I mean, we we can kind of touch more because I know Kenna wants to talk about it. We could talk more Mets baffling trades. Yeah, I don't. I don't really know what the, the Mets' plan is. Uh, I I do is, think is George Costanza the GM. <laughs> yes, he is. No, uh, it's funny you mentioned that. I talked about this a long time ago. There was talks about Jerry Seinfeld wanting to buy the Mets, but uh, that didn't happen. Uh, they should let him. I'd be just I'd be to stand up at every game. <laughs> Before like every game, he does like five minutes. Let's talk about peanuts. <laughs> this is. Uh, Comedy club in Bridgeport, Connecticut, Connecticut, uh, called the Stress Factory. Uh, Vinnie Brand Stress Factory, and basically, whenever he's got two clubs, I'm pretty sure one in like Jersey and one in uh, Bridgeport. And come out here dropping names. So what happens is, yes, yeah, I'm name dropping right now. But what happens is, if he's there uh, on the location, he'll introduce the comedian coming up, but then he'll also do like five to ten minutes, just just because, just off the cuff, just off the cuff, kind of like work in the room. And uh, I'm not a fan. Just, you know, if you want, I mean, I, I get it, it's your club, but then you just have a night where you do stand-up. But don't don't work your way into an act that's already set. Like, there's already going to be usually like an opener and then yeah. some other guy. Yeah, you should do some more stand-up. I, I'd like to. I'd like to. So do it. I mean, it would be like, imagine if, you know, I'd... I, I'd be happy if Peter, you know, did a show with us. But imagine, like, Peter just comes down in the middle of the night and just, you know, like, hijacks the, the show for <laughs> for 50 minutes. It'd be funny if he did it right now. <laughs> just busted. Get out of the way. Yeah. It just, it's, it's weird. I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, the Mets, I don't, I don't know what the plan is. I think, unlike last year, I think there's more stock in somebody in the rotation being moved, whether it's Wheeler or Syndergaard. I remember last year, the... DeGrom was the guy who was for sure going to be traded, and um, I said no, and he didn't. Wheeler, Wheeler, to me, seems like the no-brainer if they think they're not going anywhere because he already said, I'll come back next year. He already like, I would come back. So, I, to me, that's the no-brainer. That's the Yankees with Chapman. You know, they traded Chapman. They got Glaber Torres, and then they signed Chapman the next year. So, they got Torres for nothing. Yeah, I, you know, it, it just, it's weird because... You know, Wheeler had, you know, the surgery, and yep. not that he, he didn't return to form or has been slow to return to form, but it's just like, I think the anticipation for Wheeler, when like when this pitching rotation came together, it's like, oh, this will be an unstoppable. It's, it's Matt Harvey, it's Jacob DeGrom, it's it's Noah Syndergaard, it's, it's Wheeler, and whatever the package was, Steven Matz, whatever the five guys were like, these guys will never lose a game. Talking R.A. Dickey? <laughs> even even like when R.A. Dickey had that good stretch of two three seasons, <laughs> no, he had two two good seasons. Um, in Toronto, no, more better better in Toronto than uh, the Mets. Did he win a Cy Young with the Mets? Yeah, <laughs> but I'm, but I'm saying he had a longer stretch of consistency. Um, 
But then it just, you know, injuries happen. You know, the Mets are forever injured and just players didn't perform. So it's just kind of like it's one of those things. And now the window is closed. 100% is closed uh, for this rotation and this staff anyway. So if they're going to break it up, which I'd hate to see, but if they're going to break it up, they got to get a good, uh, what do you call that? Return. Good return for it. Unlike the the trade with the Phillies. It's like, like we got a double-A catcher. For Vargas. Great. A guy who was struggling in double A. That's what we got in return. <laughs> so how about say. this? May 23rd, 2002, Sean Green set the MLB record, which still stands to this day for most total bases in an MLB game. What's the what's the record? What, Sean Green? Like the pitcher? No. No, the Mets had a, a Sean Green. Oh. Who was an outfielder. Probably the same guy. So the MLB record for most total bases in a game still stands to this day in 2002. What 13. 11. I think we're low. 17. You guys realize that if you hit four home runs in a game, that's 16, right? That's why, that's why uh, I was like, uh, we're low. It's 19. That was close. You hit four home runs and two doubles. Wow. Wow. Why were they still pitching to him? <laughs> he went six for six. Also on that day in Dodgers history, uh... Ron, I don't know if it's C or Say. Ron Say hit his 200th career home run in a 10th inning victory versus the Reds. Uh, Sandy Koufax hit through a one hitter, and in the most rare, in an 1895 game, during the 1895 season, in a game, the L.A. Dodgers or Brooklyn Dodgers at that point, I would assume. I was going to say they were they were still in Brooklyn. The Brooklyn Dodgers beat the Louisville. Sluggers, whatever. Yeah, the Louisville Sluggers, whatever that name was. But they in 1895 they beat them in a game where they were losing because Louisville ran out of baseballs. <laughs> so the Louisville had to forfeit the game. Really? So they, they forfeited while winning. That's awesome. Sports were so different back then. <laughs> Remember when you like you, you had to forfeit from footballs too back in the day, like way back back in the day. Like there was a certain amount of footballs, and you had to like they had to like forfeit if you lost footballs. Somebody got traded mid game for some footballs. Mm-hmm. Crazy, crazy, you know. It's kind of like the Greg Maddox, the Woody Harrelson thing, yeah. traded for the washing machine. <laughs> you know, I remember. Oh, it was the Louisville Colonials. It happens a lot in baseball, too, where, like, players get traded during Colonels, a game. Probably. And I think that's the funniest thing ever. I spelled Colonels. <laughs> like, I would love if the, a player got traded from, like, you know, if the Yankees were playing, like, the Tigers. Get traded from the Yankees to the Tigers. And he he has to switch. Yeah. Like that, to right. me, that'd be hilarious. Get over there. I love if they put him right in the lineup. <laughs> he doesn't have to switch. They switch at the if the trade goes through, they tr- they take that guy off the field in the middle of the game. Yeah, because I remember oh. the, the one that jumps but out. But he wouldn't switch. He could. He, no, he couldn't. He can't. Why not? It's, there's something in the rules that happens with all sports. He couldn't. If he got traded in the second inning, he couldn't. Take off his Yankees uniform and put on a Tigers uniform and sit on the bench. Oh, that'd be so funny, though. Well, I think it's because the the lineup and like the roster is already submitted. It's submitted, so he would just have to. But they should that. allow it. <laughs> Actually, I don't think he'd even be allowed in the dugout. He would just have to leave. And just <laughs> hang that, out. That Wasn't there a Mets guy that was like, was it Conforto? Uh, it was uh, uh, Wilmer Wil- Flores. Wilmer Flores. Yeah, he, he was, started crying because yeah, he, he thought, thought he was, was going to get traded. Yeah. He found out that the trade deadline was over or whatever, and he didn't yeah. get traded. The weird part is like a lot of the fans were like cheering. It's kind of shitty. And he wasn't that good. No, he was not good. But I remember years ago, Xavier Nady was playing for the Pirates, 
and got traded, and they had to like stop the game and pull him out of right field because he was traded. Yeah. So he, and I was like, well, that's hilarious. What if they were like playing the Yankees? And... <laughs> That'd be great. Like, dude, you're up. You're up. <laughs> I, don't th- I don't think they should have to stop the game. I think you should be able to finish playing the game. But it, it becomes a thing that once the trade – so, like, if he gets hurt after the trade's final, it's, it's – It's the risk you take from trading for somebody that's playing a fucking game. <laughs> Save it for post-game. Get imagine, with it. Imagine if they did it in football. Like, could you know the ball's in the air to Antonio Brown, like, as a stealer, and it's like the ref swats it? Yeah. It's like, nope, you're a Raider now! Uh, get off the field. <laughs> well, he is a Raider now. No, well, I'm saying I know. <laughs> Boo. Why don't you shut his mic off? Actually, yeah, you know please. What? No, better than that. Mask, go take the wax from him. No, don't take the wax. I'm, I'm making a pile. Leave the wax alone. All right, we're going to go to break. When we come back, I believe Red Baron had some things to talk about. Yeah, we can talk about some stuff. All right, Red Baron had some stuff to talk about. Mask had some stuff to talk about. We're some stuff to talk about. Right, we'll be back for like uh, a couple minutes on uh, yeah, the PBR Radio Network. Getting sports are drunk. And now, back to getting sports with drunk on the PPRN Radio Network. Welcome back to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler. We were on break for far longer than we anticipated. <laughs> Started talking. We're going to run a little late tonight. 11.15-ish, probably. Maybe 11.45. Rebecca doesn't have to work tomorrow, so what does she care? Mike does. <laughs> Mike, you tried to play Wiffle at fucking 11 o'clock at night yesterday. It was 9.30. W- would you have played if everyone said down? At 9.30, yeah. And you would have been out till at least midnight. That's all right. So what's the difference between Sims? Because from here, I still got to drive home. No, we were going to play Wiffle in Milford. Oh, no, I would have been out. <laughs> no, because I would have picked you up. Still would have been out. No, because I would have picked you up. We're going to the Y. I would have went past it and got right on 15. <laughs> it was nice because I had... Tuck and roll. <laughs> I had three martinis from the Olive Garden <laughs> and segued right into some scotch at my house. So I was doing pretty well. <laughs> I was laughing when you said the ticket. I was like, so Kendall... Sorry, was... I thought I replied. <laughs> I'm, I am drunk. Kendall just got solo drunk on a weeknight. Watch some well, YouTube. <laughs> What'd you watch? Trains? Uh, I, some some trains. Um, but I let, watched some uh, uh, Bill Hader uh, impression videos. <laughs> pretty good. Tom Segura has a new special out. I saw. Uh, what's the name of it? I saw it on. I forget uh, what the name is. It's really funny. Amazon Prime. I saw it's super it. fucking funny. Yeah. Really funny. Um, now, real quick, because you said that. Do you consider Friday night a weeknight or a weekend night? You know, it's Friday night's night. a weekend night. Sunday is not a weekend night. But, 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 for the longest time, what determined weeknights versus weeknights was cable programmed television. Mm-hmm. And a weekly episodic television show, like every midnight on ABC Family, they the would... Girls sh- Gone Wild commercials <laughs> would turn on. No, they, w- they would put on Whose Line Is It Anyway? Yeah. Whose Line Is It Anyway did not play on Fridays... Or Sundays. Hmm. I don't think you can consider... Now, Sunday night is a week night in the mindset that like you're preparing for work the next yeah. day. But you don't prepare the day as if you have to work the next day. Nope. That's why I said Sunday night is a week night, but Friday night is a weekend night. I don't know, man. That's at least how I treat it. So what, what's the argument you're making here? I think that Friday night is just a weeknight. Because here's the deal. Yeah, it, you can do 
more things because you know maybe you don't have a commitment Saturday. You could sleep in a little bit if you don't have kids, whatever. Blah blah blah. Once you throw kids into the wrench, everything is gone. Every fucking morning is a fucking Monday. But um, I mean, you could sleep in with kids. Just lock the door. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever heard screaming? Not with headphones on. <laughs> <laughs> just lock the door. Done. It's a little difficult for me, and I'm trapped with it. Her. Um, no, but like I'm usually build pretty... a door. <laughs> <laughs> Let me put up my beads. Seventy seventies nah, beads. beads won't help. Need a door. So, but I was thinking though, like, like on a Friday night, like say you're gonna you're might go out to do some stuff or whatever. But are you gonna be as able to do something on a Friday night as you would be on a Saturday night? No, because you're exhausted from work on a Friday. I'm I'm more apt to do something on a Friday night versus Saturday night. Really? Yeah. I'm surprised. Well, I mean, so for me, I'm as soon as he goes to church on Sundays. Church early Sunday, six thirty mass. Yeah, the six thirty Spider Man mass. (laughs) Or me, I go to church's chicken on Sunday. (laughs) Everyone, everyone goes an extra small latex Spider Man suit. (laughs) You gotta laugh at what Kendall just said. (laughs) (laughs) That was funny. Did you guys see that viral video that's been going around of the... I'm going to Chick-fil-A and the pit bull runs and jumps under the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Super Big cute favorite. dog. Super cute dog. All right, sports stuff. Wish uh, I should have ripped that guy's face off. Hey, it's how you raise him. I know. It just would have been a funnier video. No, because it would have given a bad rep to pit bulls. I had a pit bull. I have a pit bull. Did you see... Paul print tattooed on that arm. Did you see the other video? It was on Barstool. Um, there's a guy at a golf course holding like, a baby alligator. She hated you. Yeah. yeah, she did. Did you guys see that? Which one? There was a video on Barstool, I think on their Instagram, but it was a guy holding like a baby alligator at a golf course. Yeah, and the mom right at the end comes up. <laughs> there, was a, there was another video of some girl with a large derriere Where she's just in, in the, the pool. pool and she's like dancing and like kind of shaking her breasts. And then a baby alligator falls in the pool and she's like, uh-oh. <laughs> and she jumps out. The whole video, though, was just to, just to see her ass jiggle when she got out. But yeah. I paused it. Did some <laughs> recon. She was wearing a yellow, red, and blue bikini. Yeah, like speckled. Mm-hmm. A little bit of a brown spot. Oh. Oh. Speaking of brown spots, what do you got about Kyle? <laughs> oh no, <laughs> um, the day we were at Black Hog that that evening, I had to work, and I'm I'm at this event, and <laughs> I was texting Kendall about all these weird. You people. You think they'll ever make a beer for like a strip club and call it Big Black Hog? That'd be funny. They should, but uh, I don't think they get a lot of good so, reviews on that. So there was a lady walking around. White pants. Oh, man. Turns around, brown stain. Right? <laughs> I was laughing. So I texted Kendall and me. I was like, I can't even believe this. <laughs> That's awesome. Big fan. I was there. No, I wasn't. <laughs> you know, one time. I, his response was gold, though. One time, I and a person who shall be named went out of my way. Specifically, it was me, though. I went out of my way. I was doing something in Glastonbury. I got a text from Kendall. A friend in need. I, won't be named. <laughs> what? You're just like a person I won't name. Kendall. <laughs> no, 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 no. The person I was with won't be named. Oh, uh, okay. But it was my, all my idea. Ke- Kendall texted me. A friend in need. I was in Glastonbury. I dropped what I was doing. I drove to Durham. Bought him oh, yeah, full priced the biggest available turkey leg and delivered it to him at a PLR booth. And you know what that motherfucker said to me? Any chance you could go out and take a picture of that turkey <laughs> leg in front of the Ferris wheel so I can post it? 
Hey, running the promotion game is strong. Dude, that day you know? sucks for Kendall. He was working from 9 a.m. to like 10 p.m. No breaks, no help. But the Riddler came through, and he brought me my favorite and fair type item. It was delicious. Three weeks before that, I beat the undefeated Stash Ball at Connect 4 in front of the Dunkin' Donuts on Route 5. Yeah, really weird. He was just touting he was undefeated at Connect 4. Well, it, Or was it Tic-Tac-Toe? No, I think it was Connect 4. Yeah, it was pretty good as Connect 4. Yeah. Um, so you guys should really make people disinterested and want to do it. You should be like, yeah, I'm undefeated in Chinese checkers. <laughs> just get four of your friends and we'll play. Yeah, all right. Who's ready? I call blue. <laughs> no one's ever beat me in a game of PLR Monopoly. <laughs> they're, they, they're the listeners of the worst. Hey, don't disparage the company. Right, so I'm not the company. Red Baron, the company's oh, fine. All right, real quick, um, before we get into what Mass has planned, I mean, unless so, I, I, have, a, I have a tier maker. Because I, I kind of wanted to, to delve into the um, the ranking hundred. Go for the tier maker. Yeah, because the the ranking thing is just going to make me mad. I mean, the uh, best hundred players. I was going to talk about that more, but I don't want to talk about it. It's just going to make me mad. So. For those not watching on Facebook, because we got rid of it, I grabbed a tier maker, and I thought we'd uh, talk about the running backs going into the 2019 season, uh, what we think they're going to do, and uh, we'll rank uh, what we think, you know, who will have the better season. Hey, where's Theo Riddick? Theo Riddick, um, well, um, where's the Giants jerseys? That's where he is. Yeah, I, I... Working out with the Broncos. I don't know where Theo Riddick is. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, so this is a select list. I mean, because we got looks like Tariq Cohen. Oh wait, not not to interrupt you. Can I, Theo Riddick ends up on my fantasy team every year. Yeah, so does anybody wearing a Chargers jersey on Kendall's team? Sure. I always end up with Theo Riddick and Kyle Rudolph, and I hate him. This year, I'm just going to draft Chargers. I'm going to just cut out the middleman. I'm not going to wait. You're not uh, do your pizza shop again? Well, I really want to, but I think that was that was definitely a 2018 thing. I'll have to come up with a new restaurant or. I, had, I think I had one of the more underrated fantasy names for our friend group for a long time. I had, when I drafted uh, Matt Forte, I had Forte Shades of Grey. That was a good, that was name. A good one. That's that was a good good name. name. Last year I was Landon Strip. Yep. See, like I, I don't like those ones though. Not it's nothing. No shot at Mock. Is it because it was a defensive guy? Yeah, because it's not a player you have on your team. I know. You know, like like I don't mind like ex players. Like I loved when he did Rex's Gross Man. <laughs> That one was good. That that one always stands out in my mind. <laughs> that was a good one. Um, one year I was oh damn Beckham Jr. Yeah, and then like like other ones that don't involve players. Like I, I loved the year that Jeff did injured reserve because yeah. every he had like seven players go out for the year on his team. Jeff also did this thing where he would laugh at trades, and then the player he had would get hurt. <laughs> Big fan of that. You propose yeah. him a trade, and he would deny it, and then the player you tried to trade for would get but hurt. But he would laugh. He would text you back and be like, ha, no way. <laughs> <laughs> like an evil villain. Yeah. Blown ACL. <laughs> kind of yeah. the Nationals beat the Braves. Hey, little by little, the Nationals are just getting closer to being in first. <laughs> imagine? The uh, Cardinals are casually tied for first. That's what they do. The Cardinals, like, they, they can, stick around. They stick around, of course. It's in, you know. The, uh, I miss the Louisville Cardinals. <laughs> just kidding. The Colonels. All right, so let's do your tier ranker here. All right, so let's start with uh, second row, seventh one in. Second row, seventh one in. And then we'll just go in order one, from there. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Looks like Marshawn Lynch. Maybe. I don't, I don't is it a Raider wearing number 24? It is. All right, but is Marshawn he, Lynch. But is he playing? No. So He's one, still on the team next year. Is he? I'm pretty sure he retired. 
How about this? Let's do this. Let's do this. I could be wrong, but I thought he retired. Let's let's change it up. Mass, you're good with the typing, right? All right. Instead of how many how many tiles we got there? We got a uh, two, Uh-oh. four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen, twenty. Thir- we got third all thirty two, right? We're saying thirty two. Let's do this, mass. We're gonna go tile by tile. I want you to just pull up as of right now the depth chart, like the running backs for that team, and we'll just we'll just it's the, the team is just a placeholder. If the, right, if we'll just do like how we think the team at, at the running back position will do. You want to do it that way? Yeah, that works. Because these are kind of like outdated training camp. You know, no so discrepancies. We just, you know. So we're start with the Lions. You can go ahead and just throw them in the uh, decent at best. <laughs> decent at best. We don't have to look them up. Decent at best. They've yeah, got a, they got, what's his fucking name there? Uh, is it Carrion Johnson? Yeah. Is that the running back? He still has yet to prove anything. I mean, he had a decent, he was their first 100-yard rusher in like 800 years. But <laughs> I think um, at best they're average. At best, yeah, because Carryon is talented, but at best, but, I still, but they still don't have a great offensive best. line, and and until they until Stafford's not there, no, I agree, they're a gunslinging offense, right. and, that, and that, the addition of Carryon Johnson to that team, not the addition, but like the emergence of what Carryon Johnson might be able to be for that team, only is going to solidify Stafford to throw the ball more, right? It's totally right. a uh, Stafford-driven offense. All right, what do you got next, sir? New York Football Giants. Uh, Mr. Barkley. Well, yeah, we'll go good. Nah, great. You think great? I do. Okay. Because you got Barkley. What do you have the, for a line? The The line was okay. No, I'm not, we're not going to go based off the line, though. We're going off of running You just back. said that for the Lions. Yeah, but, but the Lions, like, like Carrion Johnson is a, is, has good talent, but it's unproven. So you add that with the line. Like, Saquon Barkley has already shown that he's going to be a good running back regardless. But, but the Giants' offensive line, especially the second half of the year last year, was greatly improved. I mean, they, they played a lot better yeah. than they okay. had. I'll give great. Um, I'm trying to think. I forget who the backup is now. Because it was Jonathan Stewart, but he left. They signed... Uh, what? Uh, it, it, it was someone... Somewhat noteworthy, I thought. I'm sorry, I didn't think I'd have to look this one up. We have a Giants fan in the room. Because it's a new acquisition. I forget who it Wayne was. Wayne Gallman, Rod Smith, Paul Rod Brickens. Smith, yeah, he sucks. He sucks. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I can't think of the name. Yeah, he fucking blows. I knew it was like a name that I knew. but Paul Perkins and Jonathan Paul Perkins? Perkins? I still think it's great. You have people that can... Run the rock from time to time if they have to, but Saquon Barkley's going to be the load carrier, and yeah. he's going to be great. All right, on to the Buffalo Bills. Hosting the oldest running back core in football right now, yeah. but uh, not untalented. We'll be elite. <laughs> no, no, no. So what do we got? We got LaShawn McCoy. We got Frank Gore. <laughs> Frank Gore. And um, Josh Allen. <laughs> you have LaShawn McCoy, Devin Singletary, Frank Gore, TJ Yeldon, Marcus Murphy. TJ Yeldon. I would give him good. Good with an upside. Listen, they got depth. Frank Gore is always going to get yards. Yeah. LaShawn McCoy, yes, it's going to depend on his health. But TJ Yeldon is a very formidable running back. I, I think that they have... He's a formidable pass catcher. He's not good between the tackles. But he's still a running back. No, I know. So it's, I, the, run, I know. it's the running back position. I know. I mean, like, so, but, but, so the argument, the, the only reason I, I want you to discontinue that argument is because if we're going to take pass catching out of it and just do between the tackles, we're bumping the Giants down. No, no, no. I'm you know not what saying, saying take it out. I, but I'm saying well, Yeldon specifically. So, but, like, but, it, but if you put Yeldon and McCoy in, you have no idea what to expect. No, you're right. Jaguars is kind of odd because the emergence of Fournette 
kind of just put him into the starting role. They then. did the Devontae Freeman, Tevin Coleman thing with him. Well, if you put McCoy and Yeldon in, you can expect hurt hamstrings. <laughs> like, you can expect it. All right, that's fair. If they come out and be like, all right, get ready, ambulance. <laughs> Let's move on to the Houston Texans. Texans. All right, so uh, Curtis Mayfield, I believe, is their starting running back. <laughs> <laughs> is it still Lamar Miller? Is he still their yeah. starter? Uh, I thought, yeah, I thought did Miller retire? Nope. No. Lamar Miller, Dante Freeman, Taiwan Jones, and Gregory Howell. Ooh, so Gregory I, Howell. Average. I'm willing to put uh, – see, I don't know, because Lamar Miller killed it last year. I think he's going to have another good year because the, the offensive line is good in terms of run blocking. They just can't pass protect. Yeah. And, and, and when you have a team that's so good defensively like the Texans are, you're you're a run first team because you you milk the clock because you you can bank on your defense getting you the ball back. Right. So I, I will sell for average right now because I don't believe in anybody after Lamar Miller. I think average is fair. I mean, Mass. Uh, Carolina Panthers. No, no, average. You good with average? Oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I agreed with you. When you Rebecca going to take a dump? I think so. Yeah. When she walked by, I heard kind of like a quick, like liquid Dang. squirt. What no, 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 it was more of a. <laughs> I got a urine, too. Come on, you can hold out. I'm going to wait till she gets back, and then I'm going to go. I'm gonna Come wait. on, you can hold out. Ah, but I want more beer, and that's just going to. All right, Panthers. Christian McCaffrey, done. No, who else they got? Uh, Christian McCaffrey, <laughs> Cameron Artis Payne, Jordan Scarlett, and Alex Arma. Alex Arma. Uh, I'll put him in good. We saw a big year from McCaffrey, but it's like, that was about it. I'm going to go great. No. I say good. I, I think that McCaffrey himself can be a great running back. But I say good because I think we're going to see Cam do a lot more this year. And it's gonna I kinda think kinda that's going to allow McCaffrey, McCaffrey to open up. More. McCaffrey will never be a great running back. Why? Because McCaffrey, it, if you had to, going kind of like shooting myself in the foot here, falling on my own sword. If you had to take pass catching out of it. Saquon Barkley would still be an elite running back. Yeah. Christian McCaffrey would not. I agree. So I think, he's not a great running back. But why are you taking it out? Because it doesn't define the running back position. Running between the tackles is what defines the running Not nowadays. Yes, it, it doesn't matter. Running back. Yes, it does. It's what defines the position. I disagree with you. That's fine. You you can disagree with me all you want. Okay, fine. So then then. Being a quarterback who can scramble outside of the pocket and run for yards with your legs is what defines a good quarterback. Because in today's NFL, quarterbacks that can pick up first downs with their legs... As long as they're an accurate passer, yeah, I think it helps. Look at Russell Wilson. Okay. But, so, Cam Newton... You can be an elite running back without pass-catching ability. But pass-catching ability should factor into it. It helps. But he's not an elite running back without his pass-catching ability. So, Saquon Barkley isn't... Ezekiel Elliott proved he was an elite running back without his pass catching yeah. ability. All he did was bolster his case with it. Todd Gurley has proved he can be an elite running back without his pass I, catching ability. I guess ability. the the case I'm making for McCaffrey is I agree he's not an elite between the, but I think that he's good enough between the tackles and it's his. He's pass an elite catching. playmaker. But what I mean, like between the tackles, he he will get you what you need out of a running. He'll get you 80 yards a game between the tackles, and then he he makes up the rest. Through the air where he gets 100-plus. No, he won't give you 80 yards a game through the tackles. He'll give you 80 yards a game outside of the tackles. Which, no, I'm not taking any discredit from him. Running, doesn't matter where you run, picking up yards is picking up yards. But I think they're good. I do not think they're great. I'm going to give them great. I, I say good. 
with the with the great potential. Okay, we're looking at the Chargers next. Well, I, Rebecca, I can you hop on the computer? Well, what does it matter? I'll just tell them where to put them. No, because it's confusing. All right. Rebecca, so, are we assuming the... Gordon's playing? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna go with yeah. the rosters as of now. Okay, so if Gordon's on the field, great. I also believe that the going back, I believe that the the backfield for the Giants can do more damage if Barkley were to be out for the season than the Panthers' backfield can do. I agree. I agree with that. Um, put if, them in good. Or good. what did you? Would you give? Them? I said good. All right, give them good. All right. Uh, so Chargers. Chargers. Melvin Gordon. Austin Eckler. Justin Jackson and Detroit's Newsom. Great. I say great. Yep. Eckler and Gordon. Eckler proved to be a phenomenal backup and someone who can fill the shoes yep. of a starter when need to be. And Justin Jackson's only going to help the backfield be more versatile. But we saw Jackson start last year and play great. That's what I'm saying. Like he, but he proved it's, that he can be a, yeah. add versatile. It's a, it's a complete running back core. Yeah, it is. It is. All right, uh, San Francisco. San Francisco, Tevin Coleman, Jarek McKinnon, Matt Breda, and Kyle Juice. No, that, he's not a running back. He's no, a fullback. He's a fullback but... And it's Juicevic. So, so I want to give I want to give them great on uh, names. Not on names, off but of I mean talent. like names. But they're they're talented. But that's what I mean. But you have McKinnon, who I I think McKinnon was super overrated. I give him good with a great yeah, upswing. I, I, I more agree. upswing than downswing, but I, I give agree. him good. I'll say that. Brita showed that he, he can get hurt and hang and carry the workload. Tevin Coleman, I, I think, is serviceable. He's a diversion. Yeah. Tevin Coleman's a and, diversion. And McKinnon, to me, was overrated. I, I think that he's talented, but I don't know. We're going to see. The, the best the best person who's going to benefit from Tevin Coleman being in the game is Garoppolo. Yeah. I think Garoppolo will get more. I think Garoppolo will ha- average more. No. I think I'll average more yards per carry when Coleman's in the game than Coleman will. All right, Washington Redskins. Washington Redskins. Darius Geis, Adrian Peterson, Chris Thompson, and Samajay Pirine, I think it is. Decent at best. Um, uh, I'll give him average. Adrian Peterson is aging and has a history of knee injuries, and Chris Thompson can't stay healthy. Outside of that, you know, neither of them can carry the load. I want to say average only because of the upside of Geis, yeah. but he's unproven. So I, so I mean, I really he hasn't played a snap yet. I'm going to give him average, but again, I I think Geis will be a playmaker, but he hasn't played a snap. the The rest of the backfield is, eh. Adrian Peterson last year, what was it, eighty plus yards? He scored on a touchdown, just barely. But Adrian Peterson had. 157, 114, 22, 14, 88, 36. He beat 1,000 yards by the absolute most minuscule of measurements you can. Yeah. And Thompson can't stay healthy. Geis, yeah, he's got a lot of upswing, but can, if Adrian Peterson blows out his knee in week one and Chris Thompson goes down week two, can guys carry them for 14 games? I don't know. That, that's what I mean. He's, he's unproven. I haven't right. seen him play. I say decent I, at best. I agree with you. I agree. Especially because they're going to come out looking to prove their young their, their quarterback position. Yeah, and we got to remember, this is just a prediction on our, on our point. We're, no, so, yeah, you're drunk. So, we get it. So decent at best, I think, is fair. <laughs> Post-piss chiming. Arizona Cardinals. David Johnson, 
and the boys. <laughs> Could you uh, give me some? Have gin, you guys please? seen some gin? Did you guys see the video of Carla Murray's first pass no. to Larry Fitzgerald? I did. I did. The, the yeah. crazy, like the one-handed catch play. He's so good. I know. Who, Kyler Murray? No. Larry Fitzgerald? <laughs> what? I was very confused because I, I thought Paul hated Kyler Murray. I don't hate Kyler Murray. I just don't think he's going to amount to anything in the yeah. NFL. Almost at NBA. All right, so. David Johnson. Take a shot if somebody can name who the backup behind David Johnson is without <coughs> looking. Um, who cares? I think his first name is Merlin, right? Beanie Wells. <laughs> Beanie Wells. <laughs> Alright, I couldn't tell. Uh, Chase Edmonds. Oh, Alright, so we can go ahead and put them in good. <laughs> I mean, David Johnson, slower year. I kind of picked up towards the end. Um, put him in good. David Johnson is, is a better running back than Christian McCaffrey. <coughs> but nothing behind him. Broncos. Philip Lindsay, Devin Royce Booker. Freeman. <laughs> I put them in good. I put them in great. <laughs> Devin Booker. I doesn't even play for Denver's basketball team. <laughs> All right, so hold on. What do we got? Royce Freeman, Philip Lindsay, Lindsay, Royce Freeman, Devontae Booker, and Andy Janovich. I put them in good. They all picked up the slack last year. I say, I mean, again, I think Philip Lindsay is good, but he, he's one of like those undersized guys. I don't know if he'll be able to keep up the pace. And I don't know if he'll be able to keep his attitude in check. Yeah. And, and Freeman, I mean – was a guy they drafted high and didn't get the Broncos the have work. always been a team that whoever decides whoever they decide to put in at running back always produces. Kind of like yeah. the Patriots. I mean Freeman uh, battled some injury, but you know we'll see. You give him good, good, yeah, good. Eagles of Philadelphia. Jordan Howard, Miles Sanders, Corey Clement, and Darren Sproles. Good. Yeah. I'd really good. The Eagles will utilize Jordan Howard the way he's supposed to be. And Darren Sproles proved that he's can be Darren Sproles still. Yeah, I think the Eagles have a good plan in mind. You know, I, I think they kind of stick to it. So. It, it's tough for me because last year, I mean, we saw some Eagles running backs kind of have like a breakout game. And then the next week, they just completely went away from them. Right. But Jordan Howard now. We'll add that, and the Eagles know the Eagles know how to use ground and pound running backs, whereas the Bears just wanted to utilize every running back as a pass. No, catching no, no. Back. I, I understand, but I mean the the Eagles had that let where we saw like Corey Clement go out and and between the tackles rush for over a hundred, and then the next week got two touches. Right. Well, it, it was just a big committee. I don't know. So I mean that that aspect, I think it was is too many hands in the pot. But I think, and they added another one. But I think it's different now because now it seems like you have that clear-cut guy. And the yeah, they didn't just bring in another hand in the pot. They brought in an established multi-thousand-yard-year rusher. No, I understand. And I don't think running was the entire issue for the lack of success in that offense. I think it's just kind either. of, you know. I think, I think they're good. I, I, I personally say good. See, I, I have them in the – it's too big of a committee for me. But he named four running backs. We've named four running backs for a bunch of other teams. But – the Eagles used all four, like, all sporadic. It was real – I don't know. It, to me, it's just too big of a committee. But, like, but like, what if the Eagles go out and they rush for 3,000 yards on the season and nobody rushes for more than 1,000 yards? Was that a failure of a running? No, but I don't, I don't think they're going to do that. 
Jordan Howard and Darren Sproles both rushing for over 800 yards, and the other guys picked up the slack. I don't think Sproles goes near 800. I don't think he plays the whole season. So Sproles didn't really play at all last year. No, and he did. It, he was hurt, though. He was Sproles, hurt. But Sproles played, and he made an impact on the team. Mm-hmm. Was it was it the year they went to the Super Bowl he didn't play? Yes. Sproles okay. got injured the year they went okay, to the Super well, Bowl. Okay, well, then I'm, I'm misremembering. Uh, but anyway, I, I think it, it's different now than it was that last year. Um, so we got to just decide between good and average. I say good. Mox says average. I say good. It's up to you. Uh, I'll give it to good. Fucking coward. <laughs> <laughs> Bill coward. It's going to be in the Steelers' uh, uh, wall of fame this year. I'm predicting a Jose Abreu home run this Saturday on Bobby Abreu night. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Ooh. Good time to see if the Bobby Abreu wine is available in Philadelphia <laughs> package stores. I hope not. So so last year, <laughs> Darren Sproles played in eight games, had 120 yards and one touchdown. Still made an impact for the team. How many return yards did he have? Any? Zero. No, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't think he was the kick returner for them. I don't know if he was or not. I can't remember. Yeah, I don't know if he was doing that anymore. But, anyway, well, let's, let's move on. Uh, Dallas. Dallas, uh, Elliot, Norris, um, Pollard, Weber, and Olawale. Um, Morris as of about an hour ago. Well, he was on the team. No, he wasn't. He got cut last year. But, I mean, like, he he was part of, like, it's not a no, brand he, new thing. Yeah. I, I know he left and then came back. Yeah. Um, You know, it, it's hard to argue against Elliot in, in all facets. Great. Uh, I, I had to kind of go great, and I, I kind of like Alfred Morris. He's a, he's a good backup. With Zeke on the field. All right. So, are we are we pretty much saying there's one elite? No, it's not necessarily. Well, we, do this, we always do the same thing. We, we fill in everything and forget about elite, and then we pick from okay. the top to go to elite. All right, so then great. I agree with great. Green Bay Packers. Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, Dexter Williams, and Tra, Tra Carson. Average. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sold yeah. on Aaron Jones. I think Aaron Jones can be effective if they just use him. Like but I don't think, but the, the I don't think Aaron Jones is effective to me is sixty five yards a game. That's why, like, I don't think he's a top end running. I think he's serviceable to do enough that you need out of your running back. Fair. That's why to me he's, he's an average running back. <laughs> Jaguars of Jacksonville. Leonard Fournette, Alfred Blue, Ryquel Armstead, Benjamin Cunningham. Oh my God, Average. Benny Cunningham! I and love Alvin. Bam Bam. <laughs> Average. Yeah, Fournette uh, had a stretch of uh, like what? They five have good games. They have Bam Bam. They're going to elite. <laughs> He's always hurt, and he has a shit attitude. He had his dominance at elite, and he ruined it. The Buccaneers of Tampa Bay. Peyton Barber, Decent Ronald. The best. <laughs> yeah. No need to read the whole depth <laughs> chart. Is, where's Jaquiz Rogers? Is he still there? Give us the funniest name on their on their roster. It's Jaquiz Rogers. It is not uh, the funniest one on their roster right now. 
Demarcus Lodge. Demarcus is spelled D A M A R K U S. Oh yeah. <laughs> There's Jesus Wilson, who's a wide receiver. Excuse me, it's Jesus. <laughs> he goes by Jesus. Jesus of Tampa Bay. Jesus the Wild, Ohio Jesus State. Jesus Wildson. <laughs> All right. L A Rams. Uh, can we stick him in the lead early? No. Okay, then great. Who's Who behind Gurley? Uh, Darnell Henderson. Uh, Who? Marcus Brown. <laughs> Malcolm Brown. Malcolm, damn it. Malcolm <laughs> Brogdon. I knew it was not. Nah, I put him in great. I will fight anybody who says it. I'm a huge fan of this next picture of Mark Ingram in the Saints jersey in front of a Ravens logo. <laughs> like, I get it. Like, like when this is made, there probably wasn't a photo, like, photoshopped. But still, come on. Just put Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Who, who's after Minnesota? Is that uh, we're doing? Saints? We're doing the Baltimore. I know. Ravens getting them up. Uh, Baltimore Ravens is Mark Ingram, Gus Edwards, Justice <laughs> Hill, and Kenneth Dixon. Ugh. Average. Yeah, I'm gonna go average as well. I, I say average with good potential. I say average with decent potential. Yeah. I mean, it, it can go either way. I think Ingram will be all right. I mean, Kenneth Dixon shows like flashes of being okay. But then, then he gets hurt. And then you say Gus Edwards. Whatever happened to Alex Collins? Does he still exist? I think he does. Just Some something did. I know he got cut. Yeah, I don't. I have no idea. Being... <laughs> Who's right. the last one up there? Bears. Is it Cleveland? Cleveland. Cleveland's roster is Nick Chubb, Duke Johnson, Dontrell Hill, and De- Ernest Johnson, and Kareem, Kareem Hunt. Hunt, and Kareem Hunt. He's not technically going to be on the day one roster, though. He's suspended. He's still on the roster. Yeah. This is going off day one. Sorry. I um, can't find an easier thing to do. No, that's fine. That's no, fine. It's fine, you piece of shit. Just saying. Like, fucking mm. know your football, you asshole. Good? Uh, I'm going to give good with potential for great. I can agree with that. Yeah. I can't give him great. Yeah, I mean. Not yet. We've yet to see this, this core work together. and um, See, I, I say good, and the, the only reason I really lean towards great is because we saw, I think Chubb only started eight games last year. And he was on fucking fire. And finished with just short of a thousand, like 997 yards. Yeah. Right. And, and it's because he had a big tackle for a loss. <laughs> like he went over a thousand and then like lost eight and there was no. But there's a lot of unprovency there. Right. Yes. You're right. And, I, and no, a lot absolutely. of question mark on Kareem Hunt. I yeah. think their offensive line I think got worse too. I think it's good, but yeah. I think it's good with elite potential. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You mean you can be fantastic break games, but you can be fantastic for sixteen. You can go ahead and put that next one at decent at best. The Kansas City Chiefs. Anybody know who their starting one is? Is it uh, Damon Williams? Yes, it is. Is it Dexter or Cluster? No, he's uh, back. Anybody know who knows who's behind Damian Williams? Dexter McCluster. No, back no. again. Is it still Charchandrick West? It is not. Is it Darren Williams? It is not. Is it Terrence West? It is Spencer <laughs> Ware. <laughs> it is not. It is Carlos Hyde. Ooh, really? We can go ahead and put them at decent. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, here's here's the thing. Whoever plays running back for the Chiefs with Mahomes is going to be good. He's going to put up numbers. Yeah. And the receiving game. Oh, yeah. But he's still running back. Yeah. <laughs> and Our, for that, I say decent at best. For that, we thank you. Um, the Jets. Le'Veon Bell. So blow Powell. Yes. <laughs> he's third on the depth chart. Who's second? Elijah McGuire. Who? That guy was actually kind of good. I yeah, he remember. was. I, I, give, I give him good. And Ty Montgomery. 
Hey. Mm. He's a jet. Yeah. Wow. Good. I can't give him great. I give him good with elite potential. Yeah. Ty Montgomery is very good. Is a very good role player. Very underrated. Yeah. Oakland Raiders of Las Vegas. Josh Jacobs. Isaiah Crowell. Isn't no. He he's not out there? Nope. Where did he go? I don't think he's on a team right now. No, uh, someone signed him. All right, Google it while I read off the list. Josh Jacobs, Jalen Richard. Nudes your girlfriend sent you. That's fine. Doug Martin. Nice. <laughs> 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 average at best. Yeah, I give him average. Um, and then DeAndre Washington. So, yeah, I give him average. Average. Average with good potential. Average with average potential. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll be surprised. Muscle hamster. Guys. Isaiah Crowell is on the Raiders. Is he? Yeah. All right, he's just not on the depth chart then. So he's getting cut. <laughs> and he's going to the Giants. Oh, yeah. Yuck. <sighs> Pittsburgh. Sterlers. Good. Can you name me all four running backs on your depth chart? I could not. All right. Can you name me the first three? Landry Jones. <laughs> <laughs> James Conner. That tight end guy. So, so you pretty much think he can't name the fourth one. I, I'm going back <laughs> up until... What's the tight end's name that plays running back? <laughs> Samuel? Oh, you're talking about... Um, Is it Samuel? Oh Samuel listed as a tight end or a running back? Curtis? <laughs> there is no tight end named Samuel. I talked about Roosevelt Mix. <laughs> no, no, no. No, they had a guy last year. I remember because I picked him well, up. Oh, yeah, there was, no. there okay, was so a... There's one. What they put? Like, Roosevelt Mix. He's on the depth chart. That Nick's on the... On Fitzgerald? The Fitzgerald Toussaint's on the team. Uh, no more, anyway. Richard? <laughs> Come on, you should know the other Richard. three. I know, I know the other three. Willie? So, it's, it's Nick's. It's, it's um, Connor. Connor. It's... Um, I'm yeah. having a hard time thinking about it. I, I know. It was Steven Jackson. Jalen? Uh, uh, Jalen who? Ramsey. <laughs> it's funny you say that. <laughs> the Samuels. Jalen Samuels. Oh, Samuels. Is that the guy? Samuels, you just yeah. said Samuel. Yeah. Did you? Sorry. You said there's nobody on this depth chart with the name Samuel. You literally said that. That's a shot of gin. <laughs> I thought, now. No. It's taking, a shot of gin. I'm not taking shots of gin. I'll take a shot of this. I want you to pour gin in the tequila. Really ruin it. Did we finish the gin? Patron's already there's, ruined. There's a skim. Uh, take my beer. I'm going to drive home inebriated. Benny Samuels and Roosevelt Knicks. I say good. Benny Samuels. I'm um, sorry, Benny Snell. I say good. 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 <laughs> Did you guys hear that John Ross is injured and out for the first two weeks? Yeah, so did you agree? I didn't know John Ross was also hurt. Bengals are going to be bad. <laughs> They'll be bad without the <laughs> All right. Cincinnati lineup. Joe Mixon, Giovanni Bernard, Rodney Anderson, and Trayvon Williams. Good. good. Travian Williams. Sorry. Good. Yeah. Okay. Mixon's a fucking stud. I actually, I, I'm, I'm really actually leaning towards putting them towards great. Mixon is really good. Mixon was the best rusher in the AFC last year. Giovanni's a good spell back. Yep, and they're both good receiving backs. I, I, would, I would not be upset with them being great. I think they're good with great potential. Yeah, yeah I agree. Seahawks. Average. Yeah. I, I couldn't even name one. Hey, listen, they're going to find a guy. That well, they got Rashad Penny. They're going to yeah. find a guy that does nothing. Not they, behind that line. Mike Davis is gone. He's a bear now. Is he? Yep. 
They yep. got that. Uh, oh, I forgot about that. That happened last year, didn't it? The, uh, the other guy. Uh, Car- they have like a Carson guy. Palmer. Uh, no, you're right. Carson Fulmer. Nope. First uh, name is not. The last Carson. name was Carson. Yes. Jeff Chris Carson. Carson. Huh? Chris Carson. Yes. Yeah. Jeff Carson. <laughs> Do they so. still have CJ Procise? Uh, no. They might. He's not on the. Uh, yes. So. so can we disagree with decent at best? Yes. Yeah, CJ Procise. But that's the thing. Us. Like their running game always finds a way to be decent. You at miss- best. <laughs> I know. As soon as I said it, <laughs> you missed JD McKissick. Yeah. Ooh. Decent at best. <laughs> as soon as I said it, I was like, ah. Oh. <laughs> it's decent at best. Atlanta Falcons. Average. Dante, <gasps> Devonta Freeman. Yeah. Ito Smith. Yeah. Brian Hill. Yep. Quadre Allison. Yeah. Average at best elite for names. That's <laughs> true. All right. The only thing you're missing there is Quattro Piazzi. <laughs> the, the Miami Dolphins. Name me two running backs for Miami. Kenyon Drake. Yep. Okay. And Kenyon Drake. <laughs> He's a twin with the same name. I don't know. All right, so does that give them decent at best? Yes. Right up in the uh, great. They're going to be a surprise. I did watch uh, that video of the Patriots losing on that walk-off the other day, though. Uh. (laughs) Miracle in Miami? I enjoyed that a lot. doesn't mean anything now, but I did then. They have that ex-Charger guy, I think. I don't remember his name. I don't know. Like Kenny or something. Kenny Stills? No, it's okay. I think it's actually Kenneth. What, a running back? Yeah. It's Fareed, right? No, it's Kenneth. Like, Pharaoh. He's on that team. I'm pretty sure he's on that. Hey, where's Danny Woodhead? Uh, Dead. Yeah. I think he's selling insurance at this point. Kenneth Farrow? Yeah. Farrow? Farrow, yeah. F-A-R-O. Dolphin? Uh, No, he's not on any team. He hasn't been since 2016. Is he a running back? He was. <laughs> All right. So I get some points. Good enough. Actually, let's Colts. check that just to make sure. Colts. Colts I put in the yes. average. Hold on. Hold on. No. Paul is absolutely right. He is one for the for the Miami Dolphins. He just has not played a snap since 2016. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so he's on the roster? That's yeah. a great gig. Special teamers. Oh, my. Uh, so he was on the pay or he was on the Chargers from 2016 to 17. He was with the Patriots on the practice squad for 2018. So he won a ring. He was with the Commanders for 2009 or for this uh, AFL year. Yeah, and then he's now on the Dolphins. Well, right, playing his game. Yep. I dig it. No, he's not. That's well, right, <laughs> doing his thing. <laughs> All right, Colts. Colts. Edrins James, we got Marshall Mack, Falk. You got Naeem Hines. That's one. We have Marlon Mack. That's two. What the hell is that? Josh something. Wilkins? That's three. His name is Jordan. Jordan. Yes. I knew it was a J so name. average. Does anybody know Marlon who the Mack fourth is one good, is? Though. Yeah, Marvin Mack is good, but the rest of them are decent at best, so that works this out is, average. The last one is absolutely solidifying them as decent as best. Anybody know who it is? No idea. Spencer Ware. Oh, wow. Yeah, they're average. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, Spencer Ware still got juice. <laughs> he just needs to fight <laughs> the Pat riots. Great, <laughs> it's it, that's what it always is for the Patriots. So, yeah. what, what's that roster right now? Just out of curiosity, you got you got uh, Sony Michelle. You still got James White. You got Rex Burkhead. Nope. Yes, Burkhead's there. I thought Burkhead left. No. Nope. You have um. You do Turkaloo. <laughs> yes. 
what's that? Because, I mean, I know Dion Lewis is gone, but... His first name begins with a D. Desmond. No. Dewan. Nope. Damon. Close. Did they draft a guy? Damon. Nope. <laughs> Didn't they draft somebody? Uh, this might have been the guy that they drafted. Draymond. I don't know his name. Uh, Darnell. Nope. DeJesus. Nope. Dave. Dixon. <laughs> um, Dick. Actually... What position does James Devlin play? Is he a fullback? He's a fullback. All right, so he doesn't count then. Damian Harris. Said Damian. I think he was just drafted. Said Damon. All right, so where, where are we putting these guys? Great. I say good. Great. Good. Great. Uh, they're they always great. Well, not if they're always great. They're always good. Like, big time good. <laughs> just big time <laughs> good. Big time That's also good. known as great, Kendall. Good. Nah, I don't know about all Good. Who's that? The Vikings. Go ahead. Anybody know it? We Anybody know all... past him? You have Cook. Past Tavis him. Murray is gone. Yep. So. I've never. I've heard of one of these names. These are Mario Edwards. Uh, JT McKinnon used to play there. Nope. I don't know. I, I know I know one of them. I don't know. Names. Just, just say. Who is Amir it? Abdullah, Mike yeah. Boone, oh, and God. Alex Madison. Average. Yeah. I don't know if I would even put them at average. Dalvin Cook can't stay healthy. Decent at best. Yeah. What? But if we did receivers, it would be different. Yes. <laughs> the Saints. Camaro. Yep. Uh, Douglas Fairbanks, I believe. Mark Ingram, the fourth. <laughs> the fifth. Reginald Bush. Um, Anybody? Let's see. Deuce I, I think, McAllister. I think Camaro's a great running back uh latavius murray is on that team <laughs> javorius allen is on that team buck and You're zach buck allen <laughs> and zach line hmm. uh i'll give a great i think kamara was was dominant and i think he'll stay dominant yeah so I say great. but i say good i say great just because you have drew Brees. Drew Brees passing the ball. Amara can catch out of the Kamara can catch out of the backfield. But nobody else can do anything. No, Buck Allen's good in the red zone. He's a good red zone. Latavius <laughs> Murray will be decent for spelling Kamara. I think give him Corey just to appease the that that's what I the I dick mean, suckers over that's here. That's my opinion. J Martin lovers. No, no, no. <gasps> All right, the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, you can go. Um, is there something below decent to best? Hold on, hold on. We're talking Derrick Henry. Yep. Great, Kendall. You have control. So I like Derek Henry a lot. I have gin in my car. <laughs> the Titans are a team. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. Derek Henry. Unopened bottle. Anybody else? No, just, just name. I don't know. We're out of time. Deion Lewis. David Fluellen and Alex Barnes. So average. Eh, give him good. We'll give him good. Can we fit another good one in there? Yeah, it'll just drop to another row. Yeah. Oh, okay. Dumbass. <laughs> I didn't know it was going to do that. Yeah, which is what it had to do because the next team's going into good as well. Yep. The Burrs. Trey Cohn. Mike Davis. David Montgomery. Soon to be Melvin Gordon. Well, the question is, which running back's going to take over for Cohen this year? None of them. Because it happens all the time. It happened for two years. Can you name all four of yours? It happened with Langford after Forte. Langford didn't have a blowout year. He was really good that one year. He had a better he than average right. year. And then they snuffed him out. For Howard. 
and here comes Cohen, so it's two years. Three running backs. Can you name them? Over two years. None of this is going to matter when Saquon Barkley tears both ACLs. Oh, 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 and oh, both Achilles. Oh, oh. And murders a woman. Wow. Not All the same After day. he rapes her. Wow. Is that that of a You attack game? me, I'm going to attack I'm you. I'm not attacking you. You're attacking my integrity of my team. Can you name not. the four running backs on your uh, It's Mike Davis, David Montgomery, Tariq Cohen, and uh, uh, T. Mizell. Yes. Very good. Can't remember the first name. Uh, Tell you what, I thought that was a made-up name. <laughs> no, I can't remember his first name. Taquan. I've, I've seen the name written, so I know it's real. All right. He had like a 37-yard rushing touchdown last year randomly. All right. So, our uh, elite is coming out of our great categories that we decided? Jeez, no, no, no. Elite's coming out of the... <laughs> he beat me to it. <laughs> uh, where's the AFL teams? Uh, next so, here's page. the deal. Are we doing this based off of the rosters now? Sure. Melvin, the uh, Chargers. Chargers are the elite team. If we're doing it based off of the rosters right now. The Ross, the Chargers roster is the deepest at the running back position in terms of production. So no, I'm going to argue with you. I'm go ahead. Say the Rams. No, not even close. the Chargers running back roster is deeper than the Rams. Yeah, who do they have uh, behind Eckler? Who do you Josh have behind Gurley? Malcolm Brown came in for four games last year and ran for almost a hundred yards in every single one of them. And Eckler played sixteen games, great, with Gordon playing. Yeah. And, and, and we uh, have Todd Gurley. Who's going to be dialed back? A lot. You and Melvin Gordon's a better pass catcher than Todd Gurley. You shut knees. your fucking mouth. I don't have to. It's the truth. It, it is, is no such thing. 100%. Todd Gurley is the fourth best pass catching running back in the NFL. Fourth best. At should, best. I should punch you in your face. You should, but go ahead because it's the truth. Melvin Gordon, better pass catcher. Saquon Barkley, better pass catcher. No. David Johnson, better pass catcher. 100%. I, I won't disagree with you on David Johnson. Saquon Barkley's a better pass catcher than Todd Gurley. No. Yes. No. Todd Gurley has just had the benefit of having a safety blanket quarterback that's too afraid to throw the ball down the field because he's afraid to throw interceptions. It isn't aggressive enough. I would disagree with that. I, I wouldn't. Did you watch the Bears game? He was too afraid to throw the ball. He was afraid to do anything. Your fucking line ate him alive. Pussy. All three of the guys I named are better pass catching backs. No, not yes. even close. Christian McCaffrey, fifth best. Kamara, <laughs> sixth no. best. Anyone on the Chiefs? Yep. Eightieth <laughs> best. <laughs> Fine, put the Chargers up there. It, no, can they as, just as, as a running back core, the the Chargers are the deepest in the NFL. Yep. Any any of their running backs can start. Well, the Eagles teams. are technically the deepest. But, I mean, really, like, Gordon's obviously a, the starter. Eckler can go to a team and start. And is his name Josh Jackson? I think uh, that's his name. I'm pretty sure it's Josh Jackson. about the Chargers, though. I mean, he, uh, maybe not start, but he, he is a great, you know, depth uh, running back. Justin Jackson. Justin. Damn. So, this is the way I see it. Of the five running backs in great, the most traditional style running backs are Elliott and Gordon. I think Gordon is more versatile than Elliot is. I think Elliot perhaps is a better athlete, but Gordon I think fits the bill of what today's running back is and pays homage, homage, whatever you want to call it, to running back position of old. To me, if if Gordon's healthy, if he stays healthy. But he can't. Has he finished a season where he's been healthy? I thought his first year. I thought his rookie yeah. year. No, he didn't even start his rookie year. He was hurt. He got hurt in training camp. Did he not? 
Still the deepest running back core. It's still the deepest, but I'll take a three-shot bet with anybody right now. The Rams will finish as the best running team in the league. All right, deal. Yeah, I don't think so. Gurley's not going to have the same workload. Even close. All right, let's let's be real here. We're talking about rushing yards. I said best rushing team. So <laughs> rushing yards. <laughs> Thank you. You and Mock are batting a thousand over yeah. there for setting me up. All right. Well, I decided who was elite. <laughs> going Frank Gore, and it's just the way it's going to be. <laughs> I'm no. not going to argue with that. Leave it out there. It's perfect. So. I, I don't know. Well, so listen, I'm talking uh, receiving uh, out of the backfield. I'm talking total touchdowns, uh, and I'm talking the entire running back roster. Right. Un- unfortunately, I think you know the the numbers game beat you, Mass. But however, I, I am very much interested to see how this year plays out. So let's leave it at that. I mean, even even if you pull it, compare them last year, I mean, what was the difference between the Chargers and the the Rams rushing offense wise? Because, I mean, obviously, I mean, we know Gurley had the rushing title, didn't he, right? No, not last he year he didn't. Who was it that got it last year? Last it, year was Elliott. Was it Zeke? Last um, year, the Rams finished third behind Baltimore and Seattle. Okay, so they were better than the Chargers. But they weren't the best team. You guys lost to Baltimore. Where do we put Baltimore on this list? <laughs> uh, average. average. Where so, do we put Seattle on this list? Decent at best. Thank you. <laughs> That was that was the point I was trying to make. Their running game is usually pretty good. They're better than decent at best. Kendall, fix it. Does that factor in quarterbacks? What you're looking at? You sure? Yeah. All right. Mark Jackson didn't play the whole year anyway. I think no. he was leaning Russell Wilson. Hmm? I think he was looking more Russell Wilson. No, I was looking for both of them. So anyway, that's how we kind of ranked uh, the running back cores, not not individual running backs, running back cores going into 2019. We'll see what happens. You know, pretty soon, you know, by the end of this month, we're going to be uh, getting ready for our fantasy draft, and the season will be upon us. So we're excited. We're excited. So. Yeah, we're about at that point in my most hated time of the year when Kyle hounds us for emails that <laughs> haven't <laughs> changed in a decade. Yeah, and he should just have. A generic text would go out. Todd Gurley finished 10th last year in receptions. He also missed like six games. Okay, he also lost to Naheem Hines and Theo Riddick in receptions. He also missed six games. Okay. He lost to Theo Riddick. I don't care if Theo Riddick plays 40 games. That guy got scratched a lot. Still on my fantasy team, though. Every year. (laughs) Every year I get him thinking, hey, he's going to have a breakout game this week, and then he doesn't. Yeah, I had him once before. Didn't didn't much care for him. I always get Kyle Rudolph, draft him every year. Hate him <laughs> so much. <laughs> I hate Why do him. you draft him then? Because it, uh, he's a tight, glutton for punishment. Because here's the thing. Tight end's one of those things in fantasy that if you don't get, I mean, Gronk's, but if you don't get Kelsey, Gronk, Ertz, it's kind of a crapshoot. So then, uh, you, know, you could throw in Kittle this year, too. Yeah, but no one knew Kittle was going to do that. No. But that's what I mean. Like, actually, I think I had Kittle and cut him. <laughs> but anyway, so, like, I'm always like, oh, Rudolph is a guy. He gets the red zone look. Uh, and then, you know, last year he catches one touchdown all year. That's really okay. cool. All right, fine. Reception yards per game. Todd Gurley finished sixth. And that's factoring in games played. Okay. Behind Saquon Barkley, Christian McCaffrey, Alvin Kamara, Melvin Gordon, and Tariq Cohen. Okay. 
It won't matter when Chris Craig. So what do you what do you want to do this bet on? You want what do you want to factor in all the running backs total receiving yard, what total yards and touchdowns? Sure, we'll do total yards and touchdowns for the total backs. Okay. Well, all the Rams have to do is not finish in first night. <laughs> go pack go. Wow. Save that sound bite. <laughs> if you save that sound bite, I will skin your dick. <laughs> I want that what. as a text tone. I what. want you to know this right now. If, if that sound bite leaves this podcast, I will clip your toenails and shove them in your urethra. Hold on. Does it about well, me? I'm going to do this. And then I'm going to take that and poke mock in the eye with the it. Production the production directors to my I'm going to modify this a little bit real quick. Oh, okay. Here we go. <laughs> They're going to finish third. No, 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 no. <laughs> the Chargers no, 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 have no. to beat them. You get to pick. Six teams that you think have a running back that will finish ahead, because that's where he finished last year. But it's not running back; it's we, running teams. Complete it's teams. Okay, so backs. you can pick the team then. All right, so I can pick six teams. Sure. All right, gotta scroll down a little bit. All right, so we're gonna go with the Chargers. Okay. I want to go with the Saints. Okay. Is anyone writing this down? It's gonna be recorded. Well, we have to go back and look at it. Something we're really bad at. <laughs> pen, Rebecca, got a pen? I, I already have. Uh, Rebecca, there's no way here. you don't have a pen. I have a note in here for. Uh, Soul said that the Red Sox will make the playoffs in October. You know, you know, it's really funny that you. <laughs> so I was going through my notes the other day, and I have one. Apparently, at one point, we did like a contest who was going to hit five home runs first. Yeah, yeah, I remember doing that. And it was between, let me see if I can, first Dodger to five home runs, Bellinger or Turner? Does anyone know who had five first? It had to have been Bellinger, I right? thought it was Bellinger. He was um, a league leader for a while. Who was the first Met to get five wins? Do either of them have five wins between DeGrom and Syndergaard? I think DeGrom does. All right. So we had those. I was the only one that said Syndergaard. Souls <laughs> also said that the Red Sox would make the playoffs this year. Well, they might. So, Kyle's I'm curious. Stupid. We're, can, we do, can we do beer reviews now? Yeah. <laughs> Real quick. Oh, man. Bourbon. Real quick, I, I went through my notes just now, and I have one from July 16th. At uh, The time doesn't matter because I know I was sober when I wrote this, but <laughs> I've been so drunk that I thought the backstory in a medicine commercial was part of the show I was watching. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So... There's that. <laughs> That's funny as hell. I love that you wrote it down. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so we'll see what happens with the, this running back thing. You know, a good lively debate. That's what yeah. the show is all about. So now, you take a good look at it because I'm about to exit out of it. Three, two. Remember, everybody. Real quick, uh, Coles is having a sale. Uh, <laughs> Woman's Sonoma Goods uh, Will Life. Uh, Essentials V-neck T, $13. So if you have a lady in your life. Head down to Coles. Why are we sponsoring Coles? We're no, not, not we're a not. sponsor. Not a sponsor. However, if Coles gets some money and they hear the podcast, maybe they give us some of these women's V-neck t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> All extra small. Yes, exactly. Kendall, how was your beer? So I had a, a, a myriad of beers. Uh, I began with uh, the Bush. You okay over there? Oh, it went away. Could have spoke amongst yourselves. Uh, well, I, I know. Yeah, I had no idea doing. what we were doing. <laughs> then I had the summer ale from Sam Adams, located in Massachusetts. For those who don't know, five point three percent. I got my six in: Chargers, Saints, Bears, Broncos, Browns, and Patriots. 
Hard to hear first. Trash. Yes. Five point three. Uh, golden in color. Uh, kind of aroma of a florally earthful type thing. Uh, a lot of these summer type beers are very. Uh, uh, the word floral just really rings to me. I don't know why, so that's what I put. Um, it's a very regular beer. Uh, easy drink, but it doesn't really stand out. Two stars. Maybe I would get it again because it's available. Then the beer, very anticipated for. The Disco Pig BFO. Not positive what it stands for. Uh, made by Black Hog. Our friends at Black Hog, roughly, we'll call it 25 bucks a pop. I don't know um, the price. Uh, I mean, uh, the percentage for those. It's not listed. I don't know, I don't know exactly how it works. Uh, kind of amber in color. Um, it's kind of like a, it gets a, the sour notes to it. It's, it's very good. I'm a big fan of the ghosts and the sours. Um, very tasty. I give it, I give it four, four stars. I'd absolutely get it again, and I recommend if you go down. It's a limited release beer, uh, brewery only, to my knowledge, because I think those disco pigs they can, they, they they brew each one a little bit differently. Paul the Riddler could speak better on it than I can. Uh, disco pigs are only brewery, so delicious. Highly recommend it. They're actually very good. And I'm having this passion fruit ghost, which is not worthy of a review. Kyle really enjoyed it. I I like this series a lot, but I'm just not a fan of uh, this particular one. I I really liked the, the first one they came out with, which was kind of the uh, sea salt and something or other. They they lime. did. I don't know if it was lime. Oh no no I, I'm wrong. There there. I don't know why I thought he said Juan for a second. Juan there there. The first one they did was with Evil Twin, I believe. To my knowledge, Geyser Ghosts. Yes, I enjoy, I like that a lot. Then they did like a another chocolate s- sour, <laughs> chocolate sour. Could you imagine a stout sour? Combo. That does not sound pleasant. Um, but they did like a tangerine one. Uh, they did like a Sauvignon Blanc, however you say it. So I mean, I like the series a lot, but this this it, passion it's for Soviet one, Union, Soviet Union Blanco, uh, called Communist Cheese. Um, but this passion for one, I'm not a not a huge fan of. So Machine. sorry, Tarouz. I had the Hialai. It's a very solid drinking beer. Um, real heavy on the citrus. Big fan. Um, I would definitely get it again. Highly recommended. It's like your th- third time drinking. I can't get rid of these fucking hiccups. <laughs> Mass. I had Patron Silver. It was Patron. Gross. Started off with a bush. It was fantastic. And that's Sam Adams Summer Ale. Much, oh, much like the Riddler, Red Baron. Um, <laughs> that's a shot. It was terrible. I wouldn't get it again. Um, if I had to choose between that and drinking semen, I'd mix them. <laughs> then I had the Disco Pig Scoby Snacks, maybe with Scoby House. I think it's Scoby House. Scoby Mall. Scoby something. It was fantastic. One of the best beers I've ever had. I'd give it five stars. Ooh, would definitely get it again. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I finished off with the Pocket Wrench from Industrial Arts Brewing. Uh, very good. Very citru- citrusy. Slight <laughs> hoppiness. I can't get... Dude, I know. they fucking blow. <laughs> Have two beers and you fucking... <laughs> <laughs> that was um, perfect timing. That usually means Kyle's got to go outside. Yep. No, not me. It just means I probably got to poop and drink some <laughs> OJ. Um, OJ. Very good. Uh, hoppy, mild citrus. Um, I like it more than the regular wrench. Would definitely get it again. 3.75 stars. Okay. All right. Also, I made a note here. If 
because we can't. I'm not doing this. I don't, I, you, you got to make X. You got to make a. What's the word? Uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? I'm not sure. Uh, we, we were doing like, if any team beats the Rams, and he was like, "Oh, I'd like to make a change." Like exception. What's that? Oh. exception. Yeah. So if Melvin Gordon ends up not playing for the Chargers this year, my substitute team from the Chargers will be San Francisco. Okay, that's fair. What if Gordon goes to San Francisco? Then, yeah. then I get San Francisco. <laughs> I, I know. Because it's just if he doesn't play for the Chargers. So just to be clear, that's if any one of those teams finishes above the Rams. Yeah. You heard it here first, folks. Winner gets to pick the triple shot. No. Yes. No. 100%. No, it's whatever private stock is. Dun, dun, all right, dun. then I'm going to make sure that we have a handle of Jack Honey on hand. I knew he was going to say it. At all times. You know, man, times change. You know, there's Because I'll part fucking of me, slam the whole thing of Jack Honey at room temperature. I was like, I'll never drink Jack With Honey again. With the hiccups. <laughs> and then, you know, time goes on, and I will absolutely drink all right, it again. So, <laughs> let me, so let me tell you a thing. Just thinking about Jack Honey is making me sick to my stomach. If and when I'm forced to drink that, I will throw up, and I will throw up on you. That's fine. You can throw up while you're thinking about how bad the Rams were that year. <laughs> oh, they're so terrible. They're so terrible. I hated them all year. <laughs> McVeigh. Yeah, where can they find us? Be sure to find us on Facebook and Instagram at Getting Sports with Drunk. Twitter is GSWD underscore four. Make sure to use the hashtag GSWD for all your daily uses. <laughs> that was so and good. the hip-ups or the hiccups. <laughs> Subscribe on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast, we're there. Spreaker, baby. Spreaker? Now, yes. PPRN is now live on Spreaker. Be sure to check out uh, the Peter Pino Show, I believe, only Wednesdays now. Moving to Wednesdays for now. Yep. 7.30 to 10.30. Ish. Um, now, they're usually pretty... Pretty pretty clean cut. Yeah. Well... Usually. Time-wise. Time-wise. <laughs> but, uh, They're raunchy, baby. I believe Kendall and I are on the show this week. Um, yeah, make, make sure you listen to this show again, because you can hear Paul say some some good stuff yeah. that he wouldn't say pretty much anywhere else. No. <laughs> make sure you go visit Blackhawk Brewery. Yeah, yes. check Tyler's them out. Tyler's Lord of Liquids. they got some great stuff, including the Disco Pigs that the Red Baron and I had tonight, as well as the Bush Hog. Tell and, them we sent you. Yeah, and the uh, Barrel-Aged... Granola Brown that I had last week, yep. and the Bush Hog that Kendall had last week. Red Baron, yeah. Um, yeah. Until next week, when Machine will be skyping in live from Massachusetts, from the same courtyard field. room as every week. Yeah, you guys will get to see that great painting again. Kendall, what was it called? Uh, Speckles of Sin, I believe. Yes. But <laughs> <laughs> so bad, I hate it. But until then, I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler. I'm Machine Washable. Nope. I'm the mask, Chris Massey. And I'm the Red Baron. Yeah.